Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a So 648, April 19th, 2021. We missed 420 by one day. <laughs> Blaze it. Damn. I wonder how many episodes we've actually done on 420 and we've made that joke. Not enough. Probably not. But on the show this week so far, we got an answer from somebody. We have Anthony. He's saying you should reach out and bother at Drew Leachman. I mean, yeah, he ain't, gonna, he ain't gonna answer you on Twitter anyway. He'd be like, fuck you. Uh, we got John? Yep. And we got the Wombat. Yep. Which is good, because I have an email in my inbox that says, for Ryan. Well, the Wombat. <laughs> wow, uh, he's in demand. He is in demand. He's like fucking Spectrum Cable. In demand. But I hope y'all play some video games because I haven't. Nope. Awesome. This is going to be a good show. I like <laughs> video game shows where we didn't play no video games. I'm so glad that I spent $2,000 between a TV and an Xbox Series X to play a five-year-old multiplayer game. Well, what else was you going to do? <laughs> Well, there ain't no games coming out for these new consoles, so I gotta go back nope. and play the old ones. Uh, but I'll start with Anthony and see if he's played anything. Yeah, so uh, I've played some Picross, like the Switch ones from Jupiter. Hey, they're Picross. That's... Are you having a stroke? Um, no. You're like, I'm playing Picross just... from Jupiter. I'm like, what? Yeah, so, well, Jupiter's the developer. Oh, I thought you meant the planet. No. Okay. No, um, Jupiter's a developer. Technically, the only Picross games are from Jupiter. Um, but anyways, um, there was a really weird one that has, um, I guess an anime. Like, it's based off of an anime. I have no idea about the anime. I just picked it up because it was like, oh, it's Picross, but there seems to be a little bit more going on. It's all right. Um, the S-series are pretty basic, but they were all on sale, and I like Picross, and I said, screw it, I'll just pick them up. Uh, what else is there? Um, so I finished Batman Arkham Asylum, yeah, and well I moved on to City, and here's my thoughts early on in City. Wow, this game controls a lot better. I just wish it wasn't so fucking busy. Yeah, it's a busy like, game. What a fucking... I, 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 I remember it being annoying and maybe it's maybe that game just wasn't rendered in as much detail i guess of course it wasn't but it's so visually noisy looking at it like there's just crap everywhere i'm like this totally undermines the 
genius design. And I remember parts of that, but oh my god, it's so much worse than I thought. Um, yeah, that I was like, all right, this is kind of overkill. Uh, every four seconds, you just stumble across another Riddler trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they 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 took a good thing and just absolutely drowned you in it in that second game. Yeah, and it's disappointing because the combat I felt like the combat's very similar, but the combat feels better in uh, City. Um, of course, the movement um, is much better. Like the the whole game, I'm like, yeah. And then oh, I'm ba- playing on the base PS4, of course, because I don't have any of the other ones. Um, and yeah, there's some stuttering as the camera goes along. Um, it's fine when you're playing the game, but if it goes into like a cutscene where it takes the camera control away from you, right, sometimes so you're it's playing awful. the you're playing the Return to Arkham Collection. Yeah. Um, are you playing it on a, a base Xbox? Base PS4. Base PS4. Okay, I'm trying to. So that thing never got like an upgrade, so it's the standard one running. And uh, City and Asylum both run at 45 frames a second, which is really fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, they're like locked. Yeah, I didn't five. notice. I I didn't notice any problems with Asylum. Maybe Asylum uh, just isn't like as open worldy, so it doesn't. Yeah, showcase... I, I have a feeling that's yeah. Just it's like one of those things where it's like, well, when this game plays like Asylum, it's great. When this game plays like Arkham City, though, fucking this game sucks. I hate it. Yeah. It's like go to this location. It's just crap everywhere. And I'm like, this is too fucking much. Um, the best parts of this is the old parts of this. The new parts of this is not good. Anyways, um, that's not a new take that I understand that. It just, it's like going back, I thought, you know, maybe. You should have you played will... Night first and then realized that City's actually pretty good compared to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, the. I thought maybe like, hey, there's some time between it. Maybe, maybe this is aged better than, like, maybe it's aged for the better. Like, maybe something in its design is we can look back at and go, okay, this was actually really good. Like those takes, don't, those old takes don't really stand up anymore. No, no, they are absolutely still accurate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's in it again. It's really disappointing because it starts you off in, in such a way that it's you have all those important pieces. So I'm like, I don't know how we've gotten this. Like, it, you got all the equipment and all the combat moves that you had to earn in Arkham Asylum, and now it's like, yeah, you have all that. Here's just too much all at once, and stuff you're not you're not going to be able to get to, and Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I played a bit of that. Um, yeah, this week was a weird week. I decided, you know what? Let's go through. Let's start going through the PS3 collection and just kind of trying to offload it once I'm done stuff. Um, and first on the list is 007 Quantum of Solace. Oh, oh is that God. the one that's first person and then goes into third person? Uh, yeah, and cover. Yeah. yeah, I remember that game. It wasn't. It's fine. It's like this is. This is Call of Duty Bond. Yeah. It's well, yeah, Treyarch. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, it, it, this, it, this is just okay. Like, I don't I, know what else to say about it. That is, it is, like, it's kind of a 
condemnation of that game. Like it is just okay. I've heard better things about Bloodstone. Yeah, Bloodstone is good. It's got the car segments though. I didn't yeah, care for I those. like I liked the car segments in the EA bonds. So maybe if it's out anywhere close to that. But wasn't the cool. wasn't the car segments in the EA games built by like Criterion or something weird like that? Mm, yep. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't know all I mean that's head, why they're that's awesome. The that's, yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Yeah, so that's a game that exists. Um yeah. just trying to think if there's anything else before I uh, talk about the thing for review. Um usually I'm better and I I write down lists, but this week's just been mayhem. Yeah, okay. So um Shadow Man remastered. Oh yeah, I watched that Digital Foundry on that yesterday. Um yeah, so Shadow Man so when I say this people are going to be like, "Well, if you played Mortal Kombat beforehand, Shadow Man's basically the first, I'd say, mature-rated game, because as much as GoldenEye and Mortal and if they didn't have the SRB rating at the time, um, they're kind of jokes when it comes to how it handles things. It's not They're not scary. Yeah, there's a bit of blood. People die. And, of course, Mortal Kombat, it's like comedic fashion dying like they you know having someone's spine ripped out shadow man is a action game that wears horror gaming horror games clothes like it is it is disturbed um down to the artwork on the cover of the old n64 game they have these like sort of disturbed faces that are warped by like a long exposure. It looks like a photograph. I'm sure it's actually drawn. Um, and going through this again, you know, the, sometimes you just don't want to, you shouldn't play old games that you have a, a lot of uh, reference for. Um, because it just shows like the design flaws of how maze-like the game is. Because everything else works great. I, I was playing with a controller at first because it says it has full controller support on Steam. And I said, okay, let's use a controller because that's how I played it on the N64. Um, don't do that. It controls better with a mouse and keyboard by a long shot. Um, but it's just there's just a lot of weird choices that they would have made in development. Like I forgot that both hands can have something in them. So... If you're shooting and the gun's in your right hand, it is right-click to shoot. And so you have the left button on the mouse to shoot with your left hand. Um, yeah, it, it works a bit better. That's one of the things that works a bit better in, on the controller, but the aiming and moving doesn't feel as good on the controller than it does with the mouse and keyboard, which is weird because that's usually not how that works you usually feel better moving with a controller it's the aiming with a mouse but the aiming in this game is sort of non-existent because there's a um it's got z targeting baby no no it doesn't you face the enemy and like the bullets sort of steer towards them like homing bullets sort of yes especially with the shadow gun which which does home in on the enemy and 
to kind of explain Shadow Man, um, <laughs> the history of Shadow Man is from it, it goes back to Valiant Comics, the people that did that wonderful Legend of Zelda comic that no one remembers. And they had a series called Shadow Man, and it is nothing like this game uh, because uh, eventually Acclaim would buy Valiant comics and valiant at the time did turok as well and acclaim bought valiant turned them into acclaim comics and would release 20 issues of shadow man and i don't remember how many of turok and they did their own thing with shadow man uh it does it is a sequel to the valiant comics but they're so lightly connected that you can just play the game and kind of learn and it's about a man who dies and is brought back by a voodoo priestess and he has to collect the dark souls, which is just every time I hear it, I can think, I think only of the game um, before Legion from the Bible, the, we are many uh, demon uh, collects them for himself. And it's, like I said, very disturbing. Uh, there's just these all these sort of husks of people and dead side and creepy monster demons. And it's so fucking weird. And I didn't realize as a kid that Shadow Man has to fuck the voodoo priestess uh, <laughs> so she can stay immortal. That's part of their deal of her bringing him back. And uh, the mask that she embedded in his chest is the mask that the original Shadow Man from Valiant Comics used to wear. And it's not at all attached to the Valiant Comics Shadow Man that's out now. And uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it, it's weird seeing everything in high res because I played the N64 version. And of course, that would have looked like shit. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it is a good game. Like It plays really well, but it's just one of those like, oh yeah, this was the design at the time of just like the first area you walk in and there's three ways you can go and they all kind of lead into the same area but only one of them does so they all lead up to the point where you can't get up because you can't jump high enough it's the way down and it's it's this just like okay i've got to figure out which of these ways and they all just keep branching and leading back into another uh, one another. And you're like, I don't know where I'm going because there's no map. Oh yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that's, I kind of have negative to say about it. But other than that, like the game looks fantastic. I'm not surprised. It's night dive studios. They do good work. They've said that this is a combo. So there is a PC version that exists before this. And this remastered version apparently restores a bunch of, content that never made it into the final game which is neat and apparently is also a combination of all the releases so well, so just to clear so i watched that digital foundry yesterday and that is that what they cover so yeah they cover what happened um so here's an interesting piece of this so there were four versions of the original game the, P- the ps1 n64 pc N64. yeah so yeah. the source code for that game only version that still exists is the PS1 which if you've seen that version it is fucking atrocious oh yeah it runs uh at an average of 9 frames a second 
That's uh, that sounds about right. So what they had to do was they actually built a, a customized 3D engine and reverse engineered the PC version, the original code, because there's no source code available for it. Right. Um, but there, yeah, that doc, that uh, Digital Foundry video is excellent. It's like 36 minutes long, and he covers all four versions, including the remaster, so five total. Damn. And they go into the history of what happened to the code. And the uh, developers actually gave the guy from Digital Foundry their tool, and he kind of walks through it and shows how they rebuilt the entire game. So this is kind of like probably of interest to no one. So back in the early days of me having Facebook and stuff, um, and I say that because I was kind of behind everybody else, um, I actually was in a Shadow Man fan group, specifically for the game. and. For years, the devs wanted to do a new one or remaster the old one, but they couldn't. <laughs> so it's this weird, like, holy shit, they finally did it. Oh, it's not the same people. Not that I have an issue with Night Dive. But um, it, it's just like, this has been a desire to restore, like, the lost content and everything for years. I'm wondering um, if... So when Acclaim went bankrupt, there was a person on youtube that showed a bunch of the stuff they bought from mclean like they bought they didn't buy any of the like promotional stuff they, they mostly bought like hard drives and stuff from mclean so i always i always wonder what's there too um but yeah it's a it, i'm kind of hoping that night dive sees enough success with this that and i, I i'm 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 no it's not gonna happen but the PS2 only sequel for this game wasn't bad, either. And second generation the... with a two. No. no, it was second coming with. So a two. sorry, second coming. Yeah, second yeah, with a two. Awful. The so worst name, and they redesigned the characters, and like it was kind of jarring. But hey, it's still a. If you like Metroid type games, and I say it because this this doesn't really follow the Zelda formula. Zelda generally has like a, a hub area that you kind of branch off in. Uh, to the different areas. Um, if you like Metroid type games, Shadow Man is that um, because you get these new voodoo abilities, like the ability to hold fire later on through these tattoos, or um, these like closet allow you to climb up any waterfall. And by that I mean anything that's where blood is spilling out of the wall. Um, and and so you can go back to the old areas, and the idea is to collect all the Dark Souls. Um, again, it's jarring when I say that. Even like I just think of the game. Um, if you like that, if you like a three D version of Metroid, that's what this game is. And it, like at the time, that wouldn't have clicked with me because I wasn't playing Metroid games. But uh, that's what this is. And again, the second one is very much like that as well. But it's a PS two only game. So if you like Shadow Man Remastered. Uh, start asking, I guess. But it's very good so far. Uh, it's, I, I'm sorry, it's like nerdy for me to talk about because it's a game I grew up with, and I know it's not that popular. So yeah, Shadow Man was one of those weird games that like everybody talked about, but hardly anybody played. And I mean, that's partially how all of the claims games went. I feel except um, for except Turok. Maybe Turok, Turok, Turok. Um, and that's you know, Acclaim was big on the the Shadow Man was the one where it, we will pay for your loved one's funeral if we can put an ad for Shadow Shadow Man or Shadow Man 2 on the tombstone. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the same company that did the If You Name Your Baby Turok. Like, uh, 
I miss Turok. I wish Turok would come back and be good again. But Night Dive did Turok as well. Like yeah. Night Dive seems to be doing all the old acclaimed titles. So you know, because that System Shock remake's never coming out. <laughs> no, it is. It's this I, year. It, that's what they said last year. I, I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Well, I paid for them on Kickstarter, so trust me, I'm <laughs> I'm feeling hurt. They've they've they have sent out emails like you need to get your stuff in order because it'll be this year most likely. They did not send one for out last year to be like make sure your address is right. And that's it for me. Um, I, that's been your Shadow Man thirty minutes. Shadow Man. All right. Um, I'll move over to John. Um. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't play Shadow Man. Sorry. Um, I don't. I could, the only thing I can remember about Shadow Man is the cover. Yeah. I never played it, so that cover was very striking. Shadow um, Man came out at a time when Legacy of Cain was kind of the big deal. And I think it kind of got overlooked Legacy because of that. Right. Yeah, I, that's another game I would like to come by. Legacy of Cain. Make a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. One more thing. Uh, so the Shadow Man comics that were tied to this video game, the artwork was done by the the first most like first ten issues or whatever. All the artwork was done by Ashley Wood, who did the Metal Gear Solid comics. And nice. his artwork looks like Yoji Shinkawa's quite a bit. Legacy that, of Kane coming back. That's not a MOBA or whatever the fuck. I that can thing remember was. that. Wait, what? There yeah, was a, they had that. Yeah, they, unfortunately. One, there? Yeah, there's been a couple. Yeah, I don't unfortunately. Remember that at all? Can you guys uh, hear? Me? A, yeah, I, I hear you. Everybody's just trying okay, to talk over right. you, Ryan. The sons of bitches. All right. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, there I'm have kidding. been multiple canceled ones, um, and there have been. Uh, uh, they've released artwork and and some story snippets and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a real shame. I hope that the series comes back. What um, owns it? In one way or another, it's Square Enix that owns it now. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. But what was that multiplayer game? Because I'm not crazy, right? That actually came out. Well, there was an MMO that was supposed to. But this is like no, a there, yeah. There was a there was a MOBA, uh, something Legends of Nosgoth or something. Yeah. Um, like I it's remember just that. Nosgoth, apparently. Yeah, I remember that thing like seeping its way Nosgoth, out. Nosgoth, yeah. And it literally all it did was piss off people because it's like, man, you've got this great set of characters and world, and you're making a fucking MOBA. Yeah, and and it was developed uh, by Psionics of all people. Yeah, it was. It was launched. Uh, let's see. Hold on. God, yeah, I remember that. I was so the pissed. The open beta for Nosgoth started. Oh, it never actually came out. Yeah, there was only an open beta, it looks like. And then, the kids... and, then, and then they shut down the servers on the 31st. So they launched the open beta in January 2015 and shut down the servers in May of 2016. I, um, I legitimately yeah, feel like... It's a metrical online multiplayer action game. I, I legitimately feel like it's the biggest crime in gaming that we can get a fucking remaster of Ty the Tasmanian Tiger and its sequel, but we can't get a fucking <laughs> Legacy of Kane. The sequel? Oh, yeah. no, they did all three of the 3D games, but that's what happens when you own your own IP. I don't care. Fucking Square Enix, let somebody fucking make saying, a new Legacy of Kane. Do you want Legacy of Kane or do you want... I'll take either game? one. They're both fucking okay. great. I'm just, I wanted to ask a question. Motherfucker. Do what? What did you say? I wanted to know if uh, 
Ken wanted a legacy of Kane or Soul Reaver specifically. I personally, uh, you mean as a remaster? Yeah, as a remaster or a new game, even like, do you want the game to be? Would you want it to be well, more like Soul Reaver, or would you like it to be more like Legacy of Kane? Well, when you say Legacy of Kane, you mean the very first Blood Omen is what you mean, right? Well, didn't wasn't the even the later ones more action based than? Yeah. Than, so the uh, the, the only one, the only one. No, That's not real. I mean, no. kind of, but the the later ones all were relatively similar. I would say the the outlier in those games is Blood Omen, which is the first one, which is a like almost Zelda like. It's top down uh, RPG um, and is actually my favorite uh, in the series. But um, the other ones were more third person action adventure style games. Um, the Kane Blood Omen two that they made. Um, was not all that great. No. Um, but Defiance and the other two Soul Reaver games were really good. Yeah, so, Defiance was like one of the like wasn't that the technically the, the last. last one? And like yeah. it's better than people give it credit for, but today it's probably not the greatest thing yeah. to play. Yeah, at the time it was it well and those games I mean the Soul Reaver the Soul Reaver games were legitimately good, but those games really rise and fall on the dialogue and story. That's I mean that's where the the their money got made. So, um, but yeah, I, I would love to see a remaster of all the games. Um, and it's it would be the way it ended. It ended with the possibility for another game, but it would be difficult. Um, particularly, particularly, it would be difficult for Raziel. But the 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 uh, the series is all about time travel anyway, so they could always do something with time travel. Yeah, I miss that series. We should come back. Same. All right, John. What you what you play? Not a lot, really. Outriders. <laughs> Outriders. <laughs> yeah, I played some of that. Um, it's good. Yeah, it is. I wish I had friends to play it with. I I don't have mates. I mean, so I play it. All you gotta do is ask. I never see you online. You're always playing Overwatch. Well, I mean, all you gotta do is <laughs> send me a message and say, hey, I wanna play some Outriders. I'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, that's sweet of you. Thank you. I'll bear that in mind. Because it's, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's, it is a bit of a dumb fun sort of leave your brain at the door and just enjoy the time that you have with it. Um, the, the, the more you play, the better the shooting feels. I don't know if it's because of a patch or they've tightened some stuff up there. I don't know. Uh, but it felt it, it feels good to play, and now I've sort of leveled up a little bit. It's I've got some different abilities, um, which are quite cool. Uh, I think because I I went with the techno techno mancer one, um, and to start off with, I wasn't overly impressed with his with that class's ability, um, but now I've unlocked a couple more. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, I, the story's a bit meh, and the acting is terrible. Dialogue is just so mid two thousands cheesy. Yeah, it's um, really bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's but it it does it kind of in a way it it kind of fits. Um, the kind of the way that they're going with the with the action with the style of game is it kind of fits it. Um, you know, you, I don't care about any of the characters uh, 
arcs or progressions, you know, your your uh, character or any of the, the, the NPCs. But I do care about the shooting and the powers, and that's that's been the... Uh, yeah, that's fun. I will definitely give it that. Um, played a bit more of Control. I'm still having issues with the map. I know that you're meant to. I know that's the whole point. That map is that, that the oldest house is uh, meant to be confusing. Um, but that, again, is a, uh, the story there and the acting is incredible. Um, a completely different ball game. Um, the map has been terrible since day one, and that is not intentional. It's just bad. It's like it. because the oldest house, the oldest house, the idea is that it moves, but your map is always what you can play. The, yeah. the problem is that map sucks since day one, since it originally it wouldn't load if you went to map. Oh, shit. It just, it's just a shitty map system. And, and the part of the problem is, is that when you do a 3D Metroid type game with a map, like it doesn't work very well. That was one of the worst parts of Metroid Prime, and it worked in that, and it, but it's still annoying. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So, yeah, that, the map just sucks. Don't feel too bad about that. Um, again, it, I think it's uh, the game stands up on its own merits. It's only a, a, a minor annoyance. Um, so I'm not going to give it too much uh, crap for it. But um, that's about it, really. Uh, I played some more Bladed Fury. Um, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not get, I'm not feeling that at all. Um, I just, I don't know. It's it's like it's a game that's been... There's plenty of games like it, and there are certainly plenty that have been done better. That's how I feel about that. Yep. That's about it. All right. I'll move on to the Wombat. All right. So I really um, haven't played much. I played a little bit more Octopath Traveler. Um... I'm still enjoying that game. Uh, not much different to say from the last time we uh, were on here. Um, Who did you pick as your star? Uh, the fighter. Uh, I can't remember oh, his name. The sir. Um, yeah, the the guy that was a knight. Uh, they call him yeah. Berg at the beginning, but that's not his yeah. actual name. I can't remember his actual name. It's one of um, the eight letters of Octopath, whatever it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I um I picked him. Um, because uh, he seemed like a good starter. Um, yeah, they they say he's a good one. Yeah, and it was it was um, it was nice because it, his like ability to challenge uh, villagers to duels um, really helped level up early on. Um, so it makes it so you're not uh, scratching and clawing for every level, uh, or having to wander around until you get a random encounter to to level up. Whenever you say um, challenge to a duel, I think of that Charlie Murphy bit. Like, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, I, uh, I also played, um, oh, my son really wanted, so he bought with uh, some of his Christmas money. Uh, he bought um, I Expect You to Die, uh, which is a VR game um, <laughs> where... You're a secret agent, and uh, you get put in these scenarios uh, where you have to, like, uh, solve these things to keep from getting killed by these contraptions that would kill a secret agent. So, like, um, there's one of them where you're... Well, kind of. Yeah, so there's one of them where you're in, 
you're in a car in an airplane and the outside of the car is surrounded by poison gas and you have to figure out how to get the hangar door open, start the car, get it off the airplane. Um, and there's like, you turn the ignition and a thing drops down from the visor to scan your retinas and then shoots a laser when it doesn't recognize you. So you have to move out of the way of that. And then it drops a bomb out and you have to grab the bomb and find a knife in the glove box and cut the wires in the right order to uh, turn the bomb off. Um, there's a level where you're in a, uh, escape pod underwater and you have to, um, get the escape pod to the surface, but like the windows start trying to leak and you have to get the engine running again, but there's a grenade hidden in one of the engine compartments that you have to defuse and like, um, a bunch of other stuff. So it's, it's really fun. Um, it's not super long, uh, but the levels obviously are, have a lot of replayability, which is important in a VR game. So yeah, uh, the car thing, I, I remember playing that in the car one, you can, you have to move your head to dodge laser or yeah. there's a gun later on. You can just shoot the the piece. Yeah, there's a gun and the, there's a gun in the back seat. Yeah, and you can and shoot it, the you can shoot the laser instead. There's, there's so many different ways to do that alone. I was like, this is awesome. And then the next mission, I was the window cleaner, and it was asking me to yep. mix stuff. And the if you ever want to see my eyes glaze over as I play a video game, it's asking me to mix liquids. Uh, yeah, and there's there, yeah, there's like um, that's there's there's always like. Um, stuff hidden in the environment so like you have to find in that one there's a um uh just in case anybody plays it i won't spoil it because half the fun is trying to figure out what to do but um there's like uh the the right formula to make the antivirus is hidden in the level and you have to find it and then you'll know how to create the virus and or the antivirus and yeah it's it's a really fun game um what's what else did we play outside of that um I played some MLB the show twenty in anticipation of twenty-one. Um and I think really that's about it. Um yeah, I haven't really played much else. It is it hasn't been uh much of a, a gaming opportunity week for me. So um looking forward to the show and uh That'll that'll be taking up a lot of my time here coming up. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing the show for free on Tuesday. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, I usually have to wait till like PlayStation gives it away or it gets super cheap because I don't I don't play it enough to warrant, especially now it's seventy dollars. I, I just don't play it enough to warrant that price. So being able to play it day one on Game Pass is pretty pretty freaking sweet. Oh, I didn't play much of anything. Um, I am playing a game that I can't talk about, and it's funny because it's not the game, it's not the game or even several of the games coming out this week that you think it is. It's the game you forgot was coming out because they haven't said anything since they announced it was coming. So, that's been fun. And then even... Could you be, could you be any more cryptic? uh, What's funny about it is like, it's a game that's already out. Um, it's just, it's a remaster uh, for the uh, next gen consoles, it's uh, Judgment. Judgment. Yeah, you know the Yakuza team game. Oh yeah. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, yes. that's that's coming out this week for PS5 and Series X. I will wait for that to be on Game Pass. Listen to you, fucking frugal <laughs> ass. It it will be on Game Pass. It will be on Game Pass. It's Sega. It'll be there. Yeah, probably. 
Um, but like a dragon's still not on there, so there's that. Yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's fine. Uh, that'll be there at some point. It's just weird that like they announced that that was coming, and then they haven't said a fucking word, and now it's out in like four days. I completely forgot that was out. Everybody did. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so I've been playing that. Uh, obviously playing Overwatch because that's what I do. Um, I, you didn't mention it, Ryan. I thought you were going to, but uh, did your son play uh, Rain on Your Parade? Oh yes, he did. He that did. game and is freaking cool, man. He he loved it. I mean, loved it. He finished it already, and then went back and started trying to finish it. In New Game Plus. Yeah. Um, Can he write a review? <laughs> <laughs> he, I asked him yesterday. I asked him yesterday what he'd give it out of ten, and he said he'd give it a nine out of ten. It's pretty. So, it's go. pretty get, good. Get, it's it's got some get, cool references in it too. The yeah. um um it's got it's got a Metal Gear Solid level um where you have to sneak through um and deactivate this anti cloud device, and uh, when you die, the guy goes cloud cloud. <laughs> um the uh it's got a uh a Zelda uh level where the guy at the beginning says it's dangerous to go alone take this um and it's got like vaguely Zelda music playing in the background while you're going through the level it's got um a Silent Hill tribute um it's got a, a really awesome level that's the office so like it starts out with like a montage of the little people, um, almost like the intro to the office. And then the layout is literally exactly like the layout of the actual office. Um, and so it like, there's different episodes within that where you have to do different things. It's really, it's really, really cool. Yeah. And that game is on game pass. So if you have game pass, go play that game. Yeah. It, it's, it looks, it's, it's kind of like a, um, one of your three-star games or four-star games, five-star games, where you have uh, things you have to accomplish within each level to earn stars. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really fun. Yeah. I love that I could draw my cloud's face. Y- yes. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I like how many dicks are, are out there. <laughs> oh, I got a ton. I'm yeah. confident. <clears throat> but, no, that, that game was surprised me quite a bit when I booted up. I was like, all right, let's see what this is. And... And played it, and I was like, okay, it's real simple, but then, like, the more you get into it, I'm like, okay, so now I have to not rain on the Who-Mans, but I also yeah. have to do all of this other... It's it's good. It's definitely worth checking yeah. out. There's a, there's a really cool level later on where you're, um, you, you go back in time, and you're talking to the, an elder cloud, um, and he's telling you about uh, a time that he wasn't proud of. And then you're the cloud, and you're dropping meteors on the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's so cool! <laughs> oh, this game, yeah. that game is neat. You should check that game out. Yeah, it's got a pretty good sense of humor to it. Yeah. Um, I also played a game called Savage Halloween, uh, which is a side-scrolling, um, like shooter game, and hence the name Savage. It's very fucking hard. Uh, like I think I made it. The levels are super long. Um. And I made it all the way to the end of the first level, and the boss killed me, and then immediately just kicked me back out and said, "You got to do that whole thing over again." I was like, "You son of a bitch." Um, 
there are three different characters you can play as. They all have three to have different like abilities. Like one of them jumps further or higher. One of them takes more damage, and one of them is faster. Um, but it, it's good. It's like a <clears throat> it's a really solid side-scrolling action game. It's just it's very hard, um, and it's pixel art that doesn't drive me crazy. Like I actually like the look of it. Um, so and it's only like five bucks. So if you are interested, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, I tried out that gold, the games with gold truck racing championship. That's some European truck racing that I just can't get into. Like, I think I took a turn at one point and ended up like doing four three sixties. I was like, nah, I'm European truck racing, huh? Like rally racing or no, 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 like rigs. Oh gosh, yeah, like yes, like actual semi truck, like a semi truck, yeah, yeah, Uh, like. Glad that was with gold, because if I'd have paid fifty bucks for that, I'd have been pissed. <laughs> um, so I accidentally beat Control again. I didn't realize I was. I forgot that I. Well, I was. I'd been playing the Series X version just off and on, um, and I booted it up this weekend, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna play a little bit of Control on my new TV because I hadn't seen it on my new TV. <laughs> and I didn't realize I was on the last level, and then like the credits rolled, I was like, "Oh shit, I actually beat it!" <laughs> but obviously, I didn't do all the side stuff, <clears throat> and I haven't done the two DLCs, so I think I'll just continue to putz around in that game and <clears throat> maybe hundred percent it over time, because that game is just really fun to play, especially if you've already beaten it and you can play around with like the accessibility stuff, to where like if you want to go kill one of those. <clears throat> really annoying bosses. You can just turn on one-hit kills or something. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, you can just turn that stuff on anytime you want. Yeah, so it's kind of nice. nice. And I progressed a little bit further in It Takes Two. Anthony, I think I'm playing this at, the, at just the right pace of where I'm like doing a little bit each week. Oh, probably. Like and, I said, it's not a game that is built for reviewers clearly yeah. like it's it's just it's too much of an investment for two people but it's not a bad game i i gave it an 8.5 i think yep um I'm, i i'm of the opinion that no game should be built for reviewers that's true let me rephrase that this game is is clearly the furthest thing from something that a reviewer would easily be able to handle so i just i'm at the part um where you're trying to climb up the hill and the snow is blowing down. That is one of my favorite areas in the entire game. That whole chapter, if you want to call it that. The snow globe level. Snow globe. Yeah. I, I, that's where I went, oh, I really need this team to do a single player <laughs> game. Not, not that this story needs to be done single player because it wouldn't make sense. But like, I want to see what this team can do when they're not weighed down by... I don't know how else to refer to it other than a gimmick of having mandatory co-op. Like, do this. Like, use all of your skills because they're. I think they're being wasted in in a game that not as many people can play just because of it requiring two people. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it, uh, and I I guess I'm getting. <clears throat> I wouldn't say close, but I'm getting relatively close. I think there's two more levels after the snow globe. 
Yeah, that, that's the thing. You go, I think I'm relatively close, and you go, oh, that's like six more hours. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm playing, you know, one to two hours a week, and that yeah. seems to be kind of like the the perfect pacing of that game. The the snow globe is, I think, actually the only section of that game where I went, yeah, this this is impossible. Like this is a must for um co-op because that that mechanic which i won't spoil because i think that's part of the game's appeal is finding out what they do next that mechanic specifically is one of the coolest cooperative mechanics i think i did like the clock too except for the last part where you had to jump on the platforms while the other person does the the time thing yeah that 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 was kind of a pain in the ass but I mean, I, I found it, the clock ended up being, I think, the second longest segment for me. Yeah, I... like just by time alone, it's like, oh, good lord, uh, the clock is long, and so is the tree. Yeah, the tree, um, the, the clock... tree is very long, but the tree does end in the best way possible with a little Street Fighter fight for sure. But it, I yeah. felt that this, the tree, even in hindsight, like nothing else plays like the tree. No, it doesn't. So. But I, yeah, I, I think that game's fantastic. I think that game will probably wind up on my game of the year list because I'm I'm really really enjoying it. Um, and so it's, far, it's up there on mine. Yeah, it just <laughs> not a lot it, of competition, but it sucks that you have to find somebody to commit the same you know ten to fifteen or however long it's going to take you to get through it. But if you have that option, and all, you only got to buy it once, which is nice, I definitely cannot recommend enough that you play that game and that was kind of my point when i say like i wish this was single player it's not that i wish this game was single player it's that it it that is such a demand of people yeah because it isn't all it, like some people will say well you know we play um we, we get together and play halo or whatever or call of duty because let's be honest no one's playing Halo. um <laughs> we're playing call of duty with friends and we team up and stuff but it's like those are, you know, five-minute matches. Those are our short bursts of time. Like, this is an investment. And you also don't have to invest with the same person. And that's the other thing, yeah. Like, you, like you, I mean, you don't have to with this either, but that would be really stupid. Yeah, like, uh, hey, that's... Anthony, why don't you play levels one and two with me? Then, yeah. Ryan, why don't you play levels three and four with me? That'll make sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that game. I like that game quite a bit. And I think that, like I said, that's it. I've been playing Judgment uh, for review, but other than that, it's quiet. You know, we have are... you? Sorry, one more question. Have yeah. you been in the water yet? The water? Oh, under? Yeah, that's before that. That's where you got to okay, do the three. Remember. Yeah, yeah. That was so... that's the best underwater motion I've felt in a video game ever. But it feels like... really good. Like, uh, and it using... looks really good too. If you, yes. yeah. Look, it looks good on the base Xbox. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it. I'm sure like, it looks oh. fine on the original Xbox. But yeah, like just the like the design of that area is really good. Yeah. And the mechanic of picking up speed. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I need this. I need this in other things. Yeah, that game I've really is... done a 180 on my feelings on that studio. <laughs> yeah, this is by far their best game, and I liked Brothers, and I didn't hate a way out, but this game is like their. It's their masterpiece. It's really good. But yeah, that's that's it. Like I said, it's been been a quiet week. I wasn't cool like the cool kids and got other games early. 
Um, and I did not. <clears throat> I only want to talk about this because it's going to be in the news as well. But I did not play the Resident Evil demo, and a lot of it stems from the fact that, like, without looking at a fucking chart, I still don't know when I can play the fucking Resident Evil demo. <laughs> that seems ridiculous. What they do with that whole exclusivity time thing. So yeah, Very it's weird. like it's available for eight hours for fucking thirty minutes is all you can play it. Um, and then like it's only available for certain consoles at certain times. And I'm just like, I, you know what? That game is out in like three weeks. I'm good. I don't uh, see why they did that. I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you this. I read this take on Twitter, and not to get too far into the news, but I totally agree with this take. After watching that presentation Thursday, I feel like Sony really went hard trying to get that game exclusive. And they couldn't, because they either didn't have enough money or Capcom didn't want to do it. Because, like, PlayStation's gotten the demos early. PlayStation's gotten, like, all the forefront marketing for this and if you watch that video where they're like oh congratulations on 25 years that was all fucking sony people <laughs> every single yeah, person in that video. what's that and dana carvey that, that's, sorry that's fucking... dana carvey stop it <laughs> stop it <laughs> mark cerny i'm talking about. dana carvey has uh, a lot more emotion than mark cerny <laughs> Yeah, like you watch that video and it's like PlayStation creator, PlayStation head guy, media molecule person, naughty dog person. It's like, Meh. okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, the that's series, the series did start on PlayStation, so I mean, yeah, I'm aware that it started on PlayStation, but it's just like it's weird. What would you prefer, that or it being exclusive to a to a particular console? Oh, like the guy, the like the guy that I saw tweet about that. That, that said that that's what it seemed like. He was like, if you're an Xbox or PC person, you should probably like wipe the sweat off your brow that you, <laughs> you yeah, actually you get actually to play get it. it. Yeah, Because <laughs> it seems like Sony went real hard to try to get that game exclusive, and they just couldn't. So, But anyway, we'll get back to that later. Let's talk about the new releases for the week. There's actually three relatively large games coming out this week, if you can believe that. Uh, but we'll go through the new consoles first. If you've got one, you can play Borderlands 3 Director's Cut, MLB The Show 21, uh, MotoGP 21, Judgment, and Mortal Shell Enhanced Edition. Uh, over on PS5, it's all the same, exactly the same stuff, so, you know, take your poison. PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, uh, same stuff, Borderlands, MLB The Show. We've also got Angels of Death, uh, the Atler Trilogy, which includes Atler Fierce, Atler Lydie and Suell, and Atler Mysterious, or sorry, Atler Sophie, if you follow the Atler games, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. It's Atelier or something like that. Atelier, uh, yeah, I think. Just correct Isn't me, because I don't bag. fucking know. Ah, uh, but you think I care enough at this point. There's I, so many of those games, I don't give a shit how you pronounce them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those also, games, you know the ones? Yep. The ones with the, the girls and the, the alchemy? Those are the the, ones. Yeah, the girls, <laughs> the girls and the alchemy. That's, that's why I call them, the I girls and the alchemy. What, whatever the newest one was, 
Riza, I think. Atelier Riza? Yeah. Yeah, I just know that like a friend of mine made a comment. It's like every picture that you see of her, her thighs are just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, like, and her yep, shorts are getting shorter and shorter. shorter, and shorter. Yeah. 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 That's the type of game it is. Oh, yeah. It's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those body pillow them. games, you know. Uh, Scourge Bringer. you saying? Oh, uh, John's interested now. Let's <laughs> play now. Uh, Smelter, which we talked a little bit about last week. Uh, Toho Hubana Antinomy of Common Flowers. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> so I actually know what this game is because they sent me a code for it, but I, I can't talk about like if it's good or bad. But um, the Toho games are kind of like bullet hell games in a sense. And this is a one-on-one, or sorry, a two-on-two fighting game that mixes fighting game mechanics and bullet hell. Which is a combination that I didn't know, I didn't know how that would play out, but I'll tell you next week. How's that? The the Toho series is so weird because it's all, I guess, fan games that are official because of the way that the creator set up Thing. I don't. Yeah. I don't know anything about Toho except that it's kind of bullet hell-y. Uh, yeah, it was like a bullet hell game, that indie title. But then, like, I, get, I think they may have put it into like, uh, uh, fucking what is it called? Open domain, public domain. Oh, like public they domain. It, yeah. They released it into the public domain, and we're like, yeah, just go for it. It's kind of like the Warhammer of Japanese games. Yeah, well, Warhammer, <laughs> Warhammer is unfortunately a little bit too controlled by Games Workshop until it's not, and then it's licensed to everybody. I was gonna say, there's in there two games coming out in May. Uh, it it totally depends on how they want, how they feel at the time. Sometimes they're like, no, no one's allowed to touch it. And then they're like, but what if we just license this out to everybody? I don't know. I feel like there's a new Warhammer game every week. But yeah, there is me. currently. Yeah. Uh, we've also got World Splitter, Wraith, The Oblivion Afterlife. Moon Raider, the Skyly Skylia Prophecy, uh, and Near oh, Replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three. I don't know. A lot of numbers. So yeah, I forgot that was out as well. Yep. So those are the three big games: that MLB the Show and um, Fuck Judgment. That's the other one. I'm uh, super excited for Near. <sighs> Switching over to Xbox, see if there's anything different. Uh, yeah, Battle Axe, which looks awesome. Can't wait to play that. Uh, Ant Venter, no idea what that is. Dead Dust, uh, Dungeon and Gravestone, Little Mouse's Encyclopedia. I don't know what that is. I looked into that because I, I mean, with a name like that, I was like, I, what the fuck is this? Apparently, it's like a um, edutainment sort of title. Oh, like putt putt for for kids? Yeah, like I was surprised because you don't see stuff like that generally anymore. But yeah, no, it's a it's a apparently it's an actual encyclopedia, but it's also a video game. All right, play some mouse that goes around. I, I don't know. And those are like the kind of games that were all over the place in the early CD-ROM days on PC, like you know, the early to mid '90s. Some of those were really good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I loved. I had a, a whole bunch of those games when it's, I was a, te- a young teenager, and a lot of them were really good. That, honestly, this looks like it's pretty decent. Like, I like the art style. Um, it looks like a uh, uh, 
like an actual picture book, but it goes into detail on like the parts of a plant and stuff. Like I'm, I'm kind of impressed because you just don't see, again, you don't see stuff like this. So I was like, Oh, that's what that is. It says here it is an interactive encyclopedia for kids and their parents. I would be interested in seeing that. Anybody remember the, um, Eagle Eye Mysteries games? Anybody other than me play those games? Oh man, that sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Those were good. Those were good CD-ROM games. Would I be too young for that? Probably. I think they probably came out 93. Yeah. So 92, maybe. Um, they were, they were good little sort of mystery solving adventure games. Like point and click kind of games. Yeah, Putt Putt. Um, and there is another one, Spy Fox. I remember Spy Fox. There was also Those a whole bunch of them. That... And Wombat, maybe you can think of the name for me. But there was this whole like collection of games that were in the red boxes, and they had an overall theme. The big um... PC red boxes. There was like a bunch of them. I remember selling them uh, when I worked at like Walden Walden Game or what was it called? Electronic Boticue. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, it doesn't ring a bell, but I'm sure if I saw them, I would remember them. Yeah, we had a ton of those boxes, and there was always new ones coming out, like, every week. Um, <clears throat> are you talking the ones that had, like, the grade on them? Yeah, they had, like, like jump, oh, jumps, yeah. jump start, jump start, that's the one. Jump start, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've never seen that, but I've just, I was like, red PC box, and then, of course, like, the red box shows up, I'm like, alright, that's not it. Yeah, it was Jumpstart. There was a ton of those, and from what I heard, they were pretty damn good. So, alright, it's time to go through the Switch games, if you're prepared for that. <clears throat> no one is ever prepared for that. Well, obviously a lot of the same games. We all have the Atelier games, we've got the MotoGPs, but we've also got Archery Blast, Dungeon Escape, Palindrome... Dungeon Escape, yeah. Palindrome Syndrome Escape Room. That's a pretty good title for a game. Yeah. Uh, As Divine Cross. It's another one of those Chemco jams. Sobu Tights. Oh, what the hell that is. <clears throat> Bam- Bamarang. That's Bam Margera's new TV show, in case you didn't know. Uh, he just keeps coming back. Ha <laughs> ha! Sorry. Brave. I, I can't. I can't ever hear about Bam Margera without thinking of the when Hulk Hogan uh, tweeted a picture of himself and Bam Margera uh, and said, um, uh, "Damn Bam, I wish you were still with us. Sure would love to hang out with you again, brother." <laughs> <laughs> and Bam Margera responded back and was like, uh, I'm still alive, but I would still like to hang out with you. Cause he can, and then Hogan posted that he actually confused him with Ryan Dunn. Oh who my died. God. Oh my God. Hulk Hogan, <laughs> so man. Does, that, does that mean he actually wanted to hang out with Ryan Dunn? And yeah. not no, I, I think he actually wanted to hang out with Bam Margera, but just thought he was dead. Because <laughs> that would be the ultimate shade. <laughs> oh, not you. I thought you were the other guy. I couldn't give a shit about you. <laughs> wow. Uh, we've got Brave Match. Buildings Have Feelings too. Devil Slayer Rock-a-Saucy. Rock-a-Saucy. 
Uh, Escaping a Kid's Room, The Adventures of Nyanzu Kumakichi Escape Game Series. Infinite Adventures. Mystic Fate. Picross S6. Well, I've picked up Picross S1 to 5. Uh, S to S5 for cheap. Well, now you can get Picross S6. Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'll wait till that one's got two dollars off too. Uh, Road Fury, Sakura Succubus, Shantae, which is the original GB game, coming wow. to the Switch. Uh, Skyland Skyland Rush Air Raid Attack. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. That sounds great. <laughs> I just thought I I'd don't just blow, blow right past that one. <laughs> uh, War of Stealth Assassin. World End Economica Complete. Dung Holes. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, that one's worth a purchase just based on the name by itself. Dung Holes. Uh, EQI. Uh, Trails and Traces, The Tomb of Thomas II. Say that three times fast. What the? Yeah. Sounds like um, alliteration, the game. There's no shit, right? I, uh, you say that, but I pointed out that I did alliteration in one of my reviews. (laughs) I was like, alliteration. Yes, alliteration, son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Bad Dream Coma is coming to Xbox One. I looked up Turnip Boy. Is it good? It looks fucking great. Oh, it looks like a 2D Zelda game where you play as a turnip with a sword. Okay, maybe I'm in. Maybe I'm in. I'm, apparently you're trying to bring down the government through tax evasion. <laughs> Petty crimes and more. If I was a turnip, the first thing I would do is try to take down big government. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Alright, let's talk about news. Let's go ahead and talk about the Resident Evil stuff. So the Resident Evil showcase was out... Uh, crazy time fucking demos. Um, 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. They're bringing a Netflix show. They showed a trailer. They're also apparently rebooting the movie franchise. Oh, well, they've been doing that age. That was that was like news ages ago. That was. Uh, I guess it's finished filming. I guess is what they said. So now they're just adding the CGI monsters because that's what they yeah. do. And are they going to wait for a cinema release or? I mean, we'll be the cinema releases are happening this year. I'd imagine next year, so it, that movie won't be ready till next year anyway. So, ah, uh, okay. Uh, then they've got a Netflix series this year, so they're good there. Is that the CGI one? Yep, like that... the not CGI, but the like the um those films, Generation and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's Claire and Leon, according to the trailer from the showcase. Uh, they're doing a uh Dead by Daylight. Uh, where I guess you're going to get to play. Which, by the way, they they gave us the correct pronunciation of the the nine foot vampire lady. Which um, lady Dimitris wasn't what everyone thought it was. Dimitris, right? Yeah, yeah Dimitris. Dimitri. Everybody thought it was Dimitrescu or whatever. So I thought it was Dimitreo, but you know, no, it's Lady Dimitri. Um, she also did another thing in the video that had the internet in an uproar. That suck blood. Yeah, where she cut the the main character and then she sucked the blood out of his hand. Man, people uh, people got horny. They fucking, they, they, they. 
people need to get bonked over yeah. her. Sure. <laughs> it's 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 getting a little it's a little did I don't know if anybody saw this, but there was apparently a sponsored video from Capcom <clears throat> uh for a YouTuber who did a fifteen minute video of what it would be like to be stepped on by Lady Dimitris. Oh my I god. They fucking did. You know, I was just about what? to make a joke. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for uh <laughs> I can't wait for her Shit. to step on the main character in the, the last demo before they release the game. Oh, Jesus Christ, we're this is this is why we can't have nice things. You wonder why people don't take gaming seriously. Of course then Yep. I wouldn't take movies seriously either because there's a lot of that shit in there too. Oh, uh, what else is going on with? The... Oh, they released the the frame rate slash whatever's for the consoles. I guess it's going to run at 4K 60 on PS5 and Xbox Series X uh, without ray tracing. With ray tracing, it'll run at 45 on PS4 Pro and C- and Xbox One X. I guess it runs at what 1080 60, and then <laughs> on the old lowly. Xbox One, I guess it runs at like 900. 900p at 30 frames a second? Wow. Really spoiling us. <laughs> that's how I'll be playing it, so. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade, you know? Not that you can buy one, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. So what the fuck's the point of that? Thanks. Thanks for the great advice. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you should see a doctor. Yeah, I can't right now. We're still in the lockdown. Oh. Just keep trying. It'll be okay. Uh, did I miss anything from Resident Evil Showcase? They announced Mercenaries mode. Cool. I mean, I'm sure this game's going to be great. Plays? What's that? Is that the mode nobody plays? Oh, no, people love people Mercenaries. Yeah, people love oh, Mercenaries. Okay. The, the problem has been that Mercenaries has not been there. Yeah. When was the uh, last one? People were upset. RE5 or 6? Uh, no, it's not since the 3DS game Mercenaries. We ain't talking about that. Um, yeah, people are upset that the uh, Mercenaries mode wasn't in uh, Resident Evil 2, and then I guess by extension, Resident Evil 3. Mm. So. Oh, okay. so, that's coming back for Resident Evil 8. The well, I'll keep them happy. I think that that game is going to be different than what people think it is, because I think there's going to be a lot of open-world shit and crafting and cooking and shit. I think that game's going to be like a 30-hour game or something. People choosing to get caught, because I assume the big vampire lady just stalks you around, and people are going to be like, yeah, take me. Well, it does have a photo <laughs> mode, so prepare for that. Don't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I tripped. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! I mean, the first time you want to get caught by the the monster chasing you. Oh no! What God, happened? Nothing would, nothing would make me happier than like there being a giant twist and her face splits open like Predator's mouth. I mean, so, <laughs> most people, oh, yeah. people, most people would still be into it, Anthony. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I feel like you'd you'd really weed out the week. <laughs> Did anybody see the Alan Grant? picture like from jurassic park alan grant yeah for resident evil no man i gotta find hold on i gotta find this uh resident evil 8 quick quick vamp for the podcast uh yeah vamp for me what else is going on with resident evil vamp for me vamp for me uh speaking of vamp vamp for me (laughs) um you got nothing do you no i don't 
ask me about fucking something and I'll go off for 20 minutes at random, but boy, when put on the spot, I got nothing. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of vamp um, nanomachines. Nanomachines are pretty good. I'm mad that I can't just find this because it was all over on like Friday and now I can't find it and it's making me angry. What is it? So I'll I'll describe it since I can't find it. Um, so you know the scene where he's laying on the Triceratops? Yep, listening um, to it breathe. So somebody photoshopped that onto her ass. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. And I saw that picture floating around, and I literally, my eyes rolled so far back in my head that I got a migraine. <laughs> I, just, I just can't, man. I can't. I'm just so... Oh my god! And then somebody well, gifted some people, somebody gifted people have got something to do. It's the pandemic. Somebody gifted so her butt was moving. God. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Y'all, y'all, mm, got some problems. Mass Effect Legendary Edition has gone gold. That don't mean shit. Gone gold don't mean shit no more. You know what else went gold? Cyberpunk. That still ain't done. Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it technically went silver. Yeah, that sounds about uh, right. Uh, you can play a full 4K version of Time Splitters 2. The catch is you got to buy Homefront the Revolution. That game's fine. And you actually have to like almost beat it. That game is fine. I, I think uh, I even have that. Is that the second one? Yes. It's, yeah, it's, I think I've got it's that. urban urban B tier Far Cry. But you have to like play up to a certain point in the game. You could find an yeah. arcade machine where which originally was there and you could play one level of Time Splitters, but there are cheat codes that you can just unlock the whole fucking game. Nice. So it's it's all in there. So if you want to spend the three dollars it costs to buy Homefront the Revolution and the six hours it takes to get to that point, you could play Time Splitters too. Uh but, 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 you wanna get swifty? What name? You wanna get swifty? What? Pickle Rick? It's... No, I don't, I don't know what any that. of that means. You don't watch no, Rick and Morty? I don't watch Rick and Morty. I, no, I don't watch Rick and Morty. Since it <sighs> Y'all are missing out. I'm not intelligent enough. That game is good. That that show is good. I ain't gonna lie, I like that show. But you can play as Pickle Rick in Rainbow Six Vegas. Or sorry, Siege. Siege. Why? Because <laughs> why not? Well, I guess. There's the picture. Thank you. Thank you. See? There you go. <laughs> I told you it was good, right? I'm going to have to look at my PC now. I'm not even looking at my PC. God uh, damn it. You missed the Hulk Hogan picture. Ryan put the Hulk Hogan picture in there. That's Did right. Yeah. Come on, look at that. Look at that Alan Grant. That's yeah. great. That's great. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that is actually... <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> I told you. I can't believe none of you guys saw that. That was all over my no, Twitter feed like, uh, last week. Oh, That's I, very funny. Uh, we didn't mention it when... A the content for a podcast. Forgot, yes, visuals. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention that it's really odd that uh, Dead by Daylight at this point now has Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Yeah. And Saw. And Stranger Things. Yeah, I meant more of like the two series that were arguably competing at one point. That's true. But then again, nobody gives a shit about Silent Hill, especially not Konami. 
No, he definitely doesn't. <sighs> um, good, for, good for that team that they were able to get all these licenses. I know Ryan's upset uh, that uh, Ubisoft has announced that Assassin's Creed Valhalla's Wrath of the Druid DLC has been delayed by a couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, it's not it's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. This, that's... Any particular reason did they they quote for that? I mean, it's COVID. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's not wrong. This you week don't we don't reason. we don't have a game that has the delays, but we have a couple updates. So Wrath of the Druids was delayed, and the Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update has been partially delayed and split into two releases. So there you go. I don't know how I'll live, but without the update that does whatever that update does. Yeah. I've not played was... Minecraft since it was a Java release only. My son gets so. super excited when well, there's a new Minecraft update. Yeah, you're not exactly the uh you're not exactly the target audience at this No, point. I I understand. I'm just I I'm honestly I'm so out of touch with Minecraft. Uh like I said, it was a Java only only release at the time I was into it. And I have not played since they consolidated into the standardized uh Xbox release. I know they still sell the Java version, but Consolidation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Amazon has canceled their Lord of the Rings MMO. Oh no! Yeah, wasn't there already a Lord of the Rings MMO? Uh, yes. Yes. Middle wasn't Earth. there Lord of the Rings Online? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Lotro is everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't even know that there was another one coming. They were making another one. Amazon got the Lord of the Rings rights. They're making a TV show. Yeah, they're doing those. They're they're doing the the TV show. I knew that. I knew the TV show. um, But. Basically, if Amazon is doing anything with video games, expect it to either suck or be canceled. Well, this. I don't think they're doing anything now. From my understanding, isn't actually Amazon's fault for once. Um, apparently the team was bought, the team that was doing it was bought by Tencent. I mean, would this Tencent just purchase Earth? I want to know that. Yeah, uh, they couldn't, um, Amazon couldn't reach an agreement with Tencent on letting the team finish what they were doing. So, the game got cancelled. Business! I don't know that I care. MMOs in 2021, if you're not Warcraft or Final Fantasy... Fourteen, does it matter? Or, or Elder Scrolls? Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Elder Scrolls. Speak a nice segue, John. Because speaking of Elder Scrolls, uh, they will now ah! let you buy loot box items without real money. That's coming. Oh That's good. wow! They should have done That's that. That's an unusual move. Yeah. So let's talk about this PlayStation Five update. Um, so this was the first kind of big update, and obviously the biggest. Uh, bullet point for this update is that you are now able to store your PS5 games on a, on compatible external USB drives. So you can cold store and, you know, free up some of that 665 gigabytes for new games. Also should have been yeah. in there in the first place. Should have, mm-hmm. um, but how long before they fix this kind of crappy implementation of it? So you can't download to it. You have to download to the internal and then move it, which kind of sucks. Um, I don't necessarily know how this works, but I guess you can't, can you, like, is there something funky about the updates if the the game is sitting on the external? 
I don't know. I thought I read somewhere that like maybe it downloads it, but when you move it back, you've got to install the update or something. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't, I don't understand Sony... why they can't just do anything easily. <laughs> Sony making playing games difficult since 2020. Yeah. Um, there were some other features added in this update that were mentioned, and then there are a couple that I discovered that were not mentioned that I don't understand why they didn't mention. So the ones they mentioned were new social features for PS5 and PS4, including cross-generation share play. So now you can you know, share play your games with people across PS4 and PS5. Um, an improved game base, basically allowing you to have a tab between parties and friends, which, by the way, why the fuck is parties first? When you go to look at your friends list, do you, like, if you went to go to your friends list on Xbox, would you want to see your parties first or your friends first? My friends. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, but no, the parties menu is first, and then you have to tab over to your friends, you know, in case you want to see that. Um, you can now pre-download game patches. Okay. What, sorry? Like a patch for a game. You can preload what, it. Well, what, the ones that should automatically just come out no. and download? He's saying if you're going to buy a game, uh, okay, you can gotcha. pre-download the patch. That's clever. No, that is not what I'm saying. Well, if you're going to buy a physical game and you can pre-download the patch. So, what, I'll read the, the, the paragraph. It says, once enabled by developers, title updates for games will pre-download to your console if the automatic update setting is enabled and your console is on or in rest mode. This will let you start playing the latest version of a game immediately after the update's release. So this is like pre-loading pre-order games. This isn't like, oh, I'm going to buy Call of Duty next week, let me load this patch, because the PlayStation doesn't even know that you have it. I don't, I don't understand the fucking point of this. How is this fucking news at this point, then? Yeah. It does the thing. It uh, sounds like a lot of talk about nothing. You can now customize your game library with the ability to hide games from view. Thank fucking Christ. Finally, we can hide all those demos and betas on the PlayStation Store. That has been an absolutely awful thing about the PlayStation game library for a long time. Um, screen zoom. You can now adjust the magnification of your screen to suit your preferences. Uh, new trophy settings and stats. Who gives a fuck about trophies? So that's all they listed in the blog post. So that's all they put in there, right? Right? No! No! So, they fixed the HDR problem. Uh, you can now switch so that it's not always on. It can it can go off when a game doesn't support HDR. So you know the game displays as it's supposed to. Which is very helpful. Uh, they also announced, or added the ability to download cloud saves uh, from the main menu. So like when you're on the home screen... And you're looking at your game tiles, you can press the options button and download your cloud saves. You now don't have to like flip through the menus. The only catch to yep. this is that it only works on the stuff on your home screen. So if you want to download a cloud save for a game that's like in your game library, you can't do it there. <laughs> so dumb. Like I don't understand why 
I don't understand why they have so much trouble just implementing things in a way that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's like, okay, so cool that I can do this now, but why do you, why is there always got to be a but? You know? Always, always a but. Well, just ask Alan Grant. Hey, <laughs> you know, he 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 found a way. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. That that is out. Um, as always, I'm happy to see this OS improve. I still don't like this OS very much at all. Um, and I feel like I feel like we're having the uh, uh, Ryan will know how how this feels like. We're having the sports game problem with new generations where we had all these cool features and now we got to slowly get them back. Yep. <laughs> so. And act, and act like they're super cool when we get them back. Yeah, which is like... It's like, no, y'all, we had this like five years ago. Why Why is this news now? You know you know what's funny about this is like everybody shit on Microsoft when they kept the same dashboard, but boy, we're reaping the benefits of that right now. Like all that shit that they've been building over the last six years, that shit's just there. It works. Oh, God. Anyway. Am I crazy? And like, I thought there was, I thought it was one of the consoles had the ability to download like the patch for a physical game before. Oh, so no. Um, the the feature you're thinking about is Xbox allows you to preload the entire game. So let's say you're going to buy, um, near this week, right? Right. You can go on the app right now and just install it, even if you don't own it. Okay, that's that. I've confused it with that. Okay. Yeah. That's At what least you I'm not like totally making up bullshit in my head. That's yep. I can literally pull up the app right now, download Near, even though I don't own it digitally or physically, and it'll just sit on my hard drive until I buy a disc or unlock the key. So, you can technically preload any game that is available on the Xbox Store. That's how that works. Uh, that's all the news I have, unless anybody has anything else. Um. Nothing? No. Okay. Nothing. Was there anything else that happened? There was a Nintendo Indies Direct, so Oxen Free's getting a sequel, uh, which is cool because I love that game. That game was awesome. Ollie Ollie's also getting a sequel, so we had Ollie Ollie and Oxen Free. Yay! I did it! I made the joke! <laughs> the joke! <laughs> um. I found that con or that um, Indies Direct kind of boring. Yeah, mm. I'm there yeah. with you. Like, am I? I don't know. It just was like, all right, this is fine. Like, nothing stood out. I was trying to think was, if there was anything that ex- the, the only thing that even remotely got me a little interested was um, the House of the Dead remake. I'm kind of interested to try that. It's also weird yeah. to see Fez in a presentation Anything. in 2021. Yeah, seeing how he canceled the sequel. <laughs> oh, shit. I guess he was like... What I want to see is a Typing of the Dead remake. I mean, yeah, let's do that. Not on the Switch, you don't. <laughs> I've wanted the PC version of uh, Typing of the Dead over to go on sale, but it, it never does. 
I was trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, the House of Dead thing was the only thing that kind of interested me, like the rest of that stuff. Oh, I got two quickies here. Uh, Capcom has confirmed that Ghosts and Goblins Resurrected and the Capcom Arcade Cabinet are both coming to Xbox, PlayStation, and PC very soon. Uh, I mean, probably next week then. Uh, mm, I feel like that would only be like a two-month exclusive window. That seems like a weird contract, so maybe it's in May. Like, three months sounds like the right, like, you would only do three, six, or 12-month contracts for exclusivity, so maybe in May we'll get those. But we knew Capcom Arcade Cabinet was coming. We did not know Ghosts and Goblins was coming. So, there you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to read this email, and then I'm going to run to the little boys' room, because this is the For Ryan Again email. Oh, gosh. So this it's real short. It's only two sentences, but you should be able to bang up a little bit. Um, okay. <laughs> you should be able to lay the Mister Dimitris. Thanks again for all the info about Ass Creed. Sounds like I've got many hours of fun ahead. Just one part you missed. Can you quickly mention and take your time, right? Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it quickly so that you have to rush back. Okay, well, then there's just going to be like 10 minutes of dead air on the. <laughs> uh, quickly mention what story DLCs are worth it from Origin on, as it seems like there are a few. <sighs> okay. Um, so I did not play the story DLC for Origins, um, but I heard that it was actually um, pretty good. So um, I would put that on the recommended pile. Um, The uh, DLC, there's two different DLCs in Odyssey. Um, One of them is Legacy of the First Blade. um, And it's reasonably well connected uh to the series and um your main character specifically uh it can feel a little bit disjointed just because of the way that it starts um but i would say that it's worth it's worth playing uh for sure uh the uh hold on just one second oh now we're buggered I come back and, and it's just quiet. What's going anyway, on? Sorry. Um, <laughs> the um, so the first one, Legacy, of the first blade, is I would say worth playing. The second one um, is kind of split up into different chapters as well, and it is more um, mythological in nature, uh, and it is really, really good. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember what it's called. Um, Fate of Atlantis? No, that's Indiana Jones. No, yeah, it's... um, (laughs) It's the Indiana Jones game, everybody. It's something along those lines. Hold on. I'm already... already You're on it. Uh, It is the Fate of Atlantis! (laughs) Okay. It's actually called Fate of Atlantis. Yeah, Fate of Atlantis. Oh, there you go. So, um... That DLC um, is really good, and um, it has different parts that are all sort of um, mythologically based. So, um, I mean, here's here's what I'll say about it. 
you don't have to play the DLCs to really understand any of the story in the three. But if you are enjoying the games, I would recommend the DLC because all of them are quality enough that um, you're going to get your money's worth if what you're looking for is more of the same game you've been enjoying. Um, But I'll also say that really any of them um, could probably be skipped. and you wouldn't you wouldn't feel like you had a giant gaping hole in the middle of your sort of Assassin's Creed uh, knowledge as you went from one game to another. Um, yeah, that's what I'd say. Well, I guess that has to be the point because they can't really put major story beats in DLC. Well, really. I mean, tell Bioware that because they put a, a <laughs> major story beat. And the real ending for Dragon Age 2 that connected to Dragon Age Inquisition directly uh, behind DLC. Yeah, but that's a yay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They also did the same thing, although it was a little bit different. They did uh, some really important main story stuff locked inside um, what I think was pre-order DLC for Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, that was the pro pro. Yeah, the, the progen- pro- pro- precursor, pro- whatever they are. Progenitor, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Proteos, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that character was um, yep. had it was some pre-order happy... DLC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it won't be obviously for the remaster. Yeah, right. You don't get multiplayer, so John, is it even Mass Effect? Who gives a shit, Jesus. <laughs> um, actually, didn't mind the multiplayer in Mass Effect. I thought it was pretty good by the end. I preferred the multiplayer. Isn't that what I said? It's a bad joke, John. He said melty. You said you said melty. I said melty. I was taking a piss. It fell flat. Don't worry. I just took one. It wasn't flat. You're welcome. Um, Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Was it carbonated? (laughs) (laughs) It was. If it was carbonated, you needed to go to the doctor. I'll ask. I'll ask Bear Grylls to let me know. Oh God. Um. Weird. And if you really want to go in with full with Assassin's Creed, um, and you like open world games, Far Cry Three with the DLC uh, does have it, a clear connection to Assassin's Creed. I think it's actually the only one in the Far Cry series to have a Assassin's Creed connection. Really, I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, one of the DLCs brings you to like a bunker on the island where you find out that Abstergo was on the island beforehand. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's got some. It was it was a really well done. Like, oh, this is not like it wasn't as ham fisted as the Abstergo stuff in say uh, Watch Dogs One, where it's like, oh, this person works for Abstergo, and you're like, yep, I understand that you're referencing your other right. game series in this. Like, no, it felt like it fit in with the lore. If you really want to go deep, you'll play The Witcher Two. And you'll find the guy that's dressed like an assassin that's dead in a pile of hay at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. And don't forget about the Final Fantasy 15 DLC and Metal Gear Solid Origins. 4, where <laughs> you can dress well, up snake like an assassin. <laughs> yeah, well, there's also um, Final Fantasy DLC in Origins. That was yeah, really that was good. the crossover. But I don't think uh, at any point does, um, oh God, what's his name from Assassin's Creed? 
Ezio? Ezio? No. No. Altier? Connor. No. Uh, the character from Origins. Oh, Bayek. Oh, Bayek. Bayek. I don't think he goes, I'm a real big fan of Final Fantasy. Which he does not. Noctis <laughs> does multiple times. You find out that Noctis ignored for the Assassin's Creed games and the DLC mm. for 15. It was great. It was so campy, and I loved it. <laughs> Funny. All right. From the same game that brought you, we should really have some cup noodles. Cup noodles are great with like, it was like a full 30 minute ad that was put in as a, a mission. <laughs> Brought to you by American Express on every gas station door. I'm moving on to the next email from Eeyore Kara. Oh no. <laughs> Speaking of ass. <laughs> so I thought this email only had like three sentences because like there was a big white space at the top, but then I highlighted, and it's like 16 paragraphs, so I'm going to say... Like secret text? Yeah, like it was hidden text. No shit. Um, okay. I, I might censor some of this email, just FYI. Hey guys, it's the Minecraft guy, your car. A few weeks ago, you guys mentioned the Super Console X, so I got myself one, played Sequest for a few minutes, and put it away. <laughs> The other day, my dad was over, and I put it on. My dad is the reason that I got into gaming. He used to play Sequest in front of guests and get the highest scores. The guests would clap, and I was proud of my dad. Uh, I wanted to be just like him. Anyhow, so... But then, I... like, golf claps, like... That, that doesn't like work. Golf out. claps. Come on, no, I can't hear it. Um, anyhow, so I had to put on Sequest to show my dad and share some memories, but he didn't give two shits and fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad thing. Yeah, I do that. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, boys, Easter period has just gone by, and I'd like to share a story that I've already told on the podcast, but would like to tell again for any members or new fans who haven't heard it before. So 15 years ago during Easter time, I had to follow religious stuff because of my mom. So during Easter period, I wasn't allowed to eat meat or dairy products like milk and cheese or have sex for like 40 days. So one day I was going to visit my girlfriend at the time. Oh, God damn it. As I was walking out the front door. <laughs> my... Don't you read these before you come on? Sometimes. But I didn't know this you one had hidden really text. I didn't know this one had hidden text So right before I had to read it. As I was walking out the front door, my mom said to me, don't have sex, okay? I was like, yes, mom, I know. I went to close the door behind me, and she again stopped me and said, don't eat either. is meat. <laughs> oh, God. Good. God Jesus. damn it. Your mum did not say that. Oh, fuck me. Uh, boys, the Astro Playroom soundtrack is on streaming services. I reckon the soundtrack is the second best video game soundtrack. So playful, uplifting, and amazing. If you're wondering what is the best video game soundtrack, it's Minecraft. Well, for me anyway. What's your favorite? Uh, Stardew Valley. We're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not skipping over whatever the fuck that email is. <laughs> I'm still in the email. Oh, my God. Um, nope. <laughs> He said favorite video game soundtrack. That's the question. Yeah. Um, Morrowind. Mega Man 2, motherfucker. Yeah, Mega Man 2, a, that's a good one. That's the Super bomb. Mario World 2. Yeah, Super Mario World. You said that, yeah, and I, me good. I immediately heard the... A lot of the songs. <laughs> did you... Did anybody see... Did anybody see the Hallmark? Um... 2021 uh, ornaments? No. One of them's a Super Nintendo and it plays the Super Mario World theme. Oh, that's awesome. Speaking of Super Mario World theme, did anybody listen to the 
restored with the yes. original samples versions. Yep. Those yes. are weird. Yeah, yeah they're, they're weird. weird. Uh, some of them I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I thought that would sound like. And the other one is like, others are like, okay, this is definitely clearly had the console in mind with this song. Um, and my favorite soundtracks are probably all Sonic. I, I Sonic's got one. some baller soundtracks. Yeah, I mean, listen, no one's playing Sonic 06 for the gameplay, but the soundtrack in that game is fantastic. I bought um, the double disc collector's edition of the Sonic Adventure soundtrack from Japan. You know uh, what? You know. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say the 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 adventure adventure two Sonic Heroes. Those are all great soundtracks. Street Fighter 2 has a great soundtrack. Yeah, it does. I mean, the guy mm, theme goes with everything. Anyway. Okay, okay, I'll move on to the next paragraph. Boys, another podcast has died. I used to listen to PlayStation Nation on and off. Sadly, it came to an end. Shame because they started around the same time you guys did. Ha-ha, another one bites the dust. Oh, uh, no, we're still going. We're gonna outlast them all. Baby. That's right. Uh, they we're gonna be the only ones left. It's not qu- nobody it's to it. quantity. <laughs> yeah, uh, they had some. We're all just sitting in a room talking to ourselves. Pretty much. Fifteen years. Uh, they had some troubles, and ultimately they put an end to the show. Uh, then I thought about you oh. guys doing it every week or so for many years. People have come and gone, but the show and crew members have always been great. Dedication and love for games has never changed. You guys are amazing. P.S. I recently went to the N4G website to see what people have been posting on there. It's still a Sony fan site over there, but I must say it's an absolute disgrace that there is no podcast link on that site. Do those who run the site not care about the podcast? What is the relationship uh, like you you guys and that site at the moment? Um, So... I don't want to get too personal about this, but the guy that owns that site, the guy that I've been friends with for many, 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 many years, uh, has kind of stepped away from that site. So it's kind of being run by other people. So, But even before that, the moderators on that site... Yeah. Are assholes. And that, I, uh, listen, yeah. as, as an asshole, I can say that. But they're an <laughs> asshole. Um, so even, even before... Um, uh, your friend stepped down like the moderators on that website would consistently be a pain in the ass do they um, yell at me and it's like <laughs> it, it just yeah I, I remember drew having to fight we'd put up a review and drew would be telling me how like they're rejecting that and it's like no we've been here longer yeah it's like one. Of those, it's like one of those kid. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who my friend is? <laughs> do, do you know who signed your paychecks? I'll give him a call if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. So. No, it's I. I get it, and you know we talked about it for years, and, and it's just like I think everybody just kind of stepped away, and it's doing its own thing now. And I'm, I, you know, we keep the name. Mostly because, you know, we do still affiliate with him, and I've got a lot of respect for the guy that runs that site. So, he is a, he is a genuinely awesome person. For sure. Uh, I recently rewatched the movie Castaway. I remembered it was the first movie I watched on DVD. I remember thinking, holy f- it's so clear, and I don't have to rewind ah. this DVD to return to Blockbuster. 
I also remember going to Blockbuster and seeing the DVD section. It was really small, and I thought to myself, this DVD thing will never take off. Man, not sure what I was thinking. Do you remember the f- what movie you first watched on DVD? Oh, man. Impossible to. The Matrix. The Matrix. Yeah, it was uh, The Matrix for me. Mine might have been Romeo Must Die. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I don't know, though. It, it was definitely The Matrix, because I remember I bought Maybe it. Maybe Enter with the my, Dragon. With my Mine might have been Enter there. the Dragon. I mean, that's still a good one. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, yeah, I remember the, that shitty case that The Matrix came in with the flip side. The Warner Brothers oh, yeah. or whatever case. The, the stupid um, paper kind of cobbled. Yeah. God, they, yeah. God damn. I haven't bought and, like the double-sided discs as well, didn't they? The with the pan and scan version on one side oh, and the widescreen version. Oh, the yeah. one? oh god, it's horrible! Yeah, they're called a snap case. I knew there was a name for them. The stupid paper piece of shit cases that Warner would use is is called the snap case, and they all suck. And then they would eventually put out some of those movies again in a standard DVD case. I don't like, have any cases. I have not bought a I physical know, I disc know. in. I know. I know. God damn! How long has it been since I bought a physical disc? Not like I, I, we had, we had accidentally bought in a second copy of uh, the movie Fallen. Denzel oh, Washington. that's a great movie! Fallen. It's a great movie. Um, oh, that's second... the um, Devil one, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. We have a. Uh, we had two copies, and one of them was the snap case, and the other was a standard DVD case. Fucking stupid. And you'd get more of the um, uh, snap cases from uh, oh God, what is it? What what was the catalog that you would get of like... Columbia House? Columbia House, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. yeah. You get a lot of you know, snap cases from them. You know what other um, movie I remember fondly from the early DVD days was Frailty. Has everybody seen Frailty? Oh, yeah, the Bill Paxton... Frailty. No. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, the Stephen. Oh, Wasn't man. that Stephen King Jam? No, but it's like a Stephen King Jam. I swore he wrote uh, that. Why do I associate I don't, with him? I don't with think that? so, but maybe it's that's an excellent movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, never heard of it. You should watch it. It's a good movie. Cool. Yeah, you should watch it. I'm yeah, directed really by Bill Paxton. Oh, so yeah. is it like yeah. a horror psychological thriller type thing? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of Stephen nice. King, here's the weirdest thing. So I was rewatching Sons of Anarchy. I forgot he made a cameo in that. <laughs> who, who made a cameo in it? Stephen King. Oh, he plays a I've biker. He plays a biker cleaner. If you know what a cleaner is, I don't. The guy that gets rid of dead bodies. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I you know this movie? Yeah, oh, frailty. You know yes, yeah, yeah. I do. Oh my god. Yeah, re- as soon as they arrived, like, uh, the strange relationship between two young boys and their fanatically religious father who believes that he is yep. commanded by God to kill demons disguised as people, I remember, like, the dinner sequence. Yeah, it's a really uh, good movie. Yeah, okay. And it's funny, because I'm like, yeah, uh, John, it's like, I've scrolled down, it's like, see also, Binding of Isaac, and it's the, of course, the, the Bible story, but it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Does Matthew McConaughey? Does Matthew McConaughey drive a Lincoln in that movie? He does not. He yeah. also does not say "all right, all, all right, right, all right." All right. Uh, do all you right. think? Do you guys ever think the Killer Wolverine will ever come back on the show or reply to his text messages? 
You know, I was just thinking of Killer Wolverine yesterday. I, I need to reach out to him and see how he's doing. I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half. I hadn't talked to him in six months until about three weeks ago. Is he um, doing all right? He's doing all right. He's right, doing yeah. all right. Yep. He finally did reply to the text message I sent him at Christmas. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> no, wow. no, he was he was he was quiet for about six months, and he popped back up. As as he is known to do. As he is wont to do. Yes. Uh, I remember you guys saying you were glad the original episode 100 was lost. Maybe you guys could yes. recreate it. Uh, let's nope. say that everybody drink a lot and talk food. Nope. nope. I don't drink, and we're never doing that episode again. I don't drink anymore oh, either, oh. and we're never doing that episode ever again. Yeah, I don't drink either. I missed that episode. Yeah, you... you that's good. Yeah, you didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. <laughs> it only exists in our heads. And that's where it should stay for the rest of eternity. God himself sent a hurricane to Ohio to prevent us from releasing that episode. I think that's all the sign that we need that it should yeah, never that's, be you don't, need, you don't need to worry about anything after that, do you? No. No. No, that's that's done. That's done, man. Uh, do you guys remember the times Gambus would talk video games and he would take up like an entire hour? Man, sorry to say, but oh, I used yeah. to fast forward so, most of the time. So every episode Gambus was on ever. <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was listening to the podcast, Gambus came back on, talked about the Superman Museum for at least forty minutes, and I was like, somehow this is the most compelling thing. That's- and that's where we got like, all of our interesting content. Un- unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> and Why I'm do like, you think ah. people don't listen anymore? Yeah. He's no longer here. Oh, I was going to say, because I joined. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, you're right. That is the second part. <laughs> In order, order of reasons why people don't listen. I joined Gambus' careers right underneath. It's it's just Gambus. Trust me, it's just Gambus. Yeah. yeah. I'd love that motherfucker to be on this show every week. I mean... He got on with life. We didn't. No, he he really didn't. He's still hanging out doing dumb shit like we are. Come on now. <laughs> he's just not well, talking about it with he's us. He's just not time. talking. Yeah, yeah, he's just not joining us on Sunday to talk about I it. Love the stories, Ken. Of like, yeah, I saw him. He was with. <laughs> he was what? Thanks, he was. You he was what? Him. You broke up. Oh God damn it! There was one where you were like, I saw Gambus the other day. He was waiting in line for food. Oh <laughs> yeah, he was at the hamburger <laughs> wagon. I saw him standing in line. <laughs> That motherfucker, that motherfucker turned into Chris Christopherson. If you haven't seen him, he's like fucking full on salt and pepper face and beard and hair and everything. It's he had long hair too, like in a ponytail and shit. Shit. Yeah, that dude. Is, he's living rough. He is, man. He's a he's rugged rawhide baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Drew's not here, but uh, he says, Drew, I would like to say that I agree with you when you say that Game Pass will be on PS5 this year. I reckon by the end of the year for sure. No fucking way. Not happening. Well, aren't there these people saying, uh, there's like these stories coming up, oh, they're about to unleash the Game Pass killer. Ugh, fucking hell. Yeah, I think it was David Jaffe that said that, and it kind of caught wind. And I'm like, well, how the fuck David Jaffe's, I mean, he's completely irrelevant nowadays, isn't he? Well, he did that interview with the Days Gone guy this week that stirred up the internet. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that was the um I thought that was what's his name Schreier. Schreier brought up the back end stuff but Jaffe's actually interviewing the guys that left and got fired. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's had them on his podcast and I guess one of them made the comment today is like if you love a game you should pay full price for it. I'm like 
Uh, well done. This is the this is the only <sighs> industry where people think about that. Like any of these geek fan driven industries, always try to pressure people into like, well, your primary concern needs to be the health of the studio. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if Ford came out tomorrow? And was like, you know, if you really like Ford trucks, you should buy it new and not used. <laughs> like, if that was part of their marketing pitch. And like, you should pay full no, sticker price. You should really pay full sticker. Like, can you imagine if, like, <laughs> KitchenAid was like, you know, if you're really a fan of the KitchenAid brand, and if you really care about the people in the factory that make the KitchenAid mixers, you would pay full <laughs> price for them. <laughs> like, only video games. And, and, and yeah. it's funny because, like, if you're going to talk about, like, people who don't make money anymore, like, the music industry, other than the actual labels and the execs there, like, no one's making money off music. You think your streaming is paying for people? And I hear less conversation about buying stuff, at, like, buying stuff from artists than I do buying stuff from fucking or like video games at full price like because it's because we're at a again it's a it's a fanboy driven industry and i don't mean fanboy as in like console fanboy i mean like it's a it's a geek driven industry and i say that as a geek um and i there are huge segments of the gaming population that have never accepted the fact that gaming is no longer this niche industry that is going to disappear if we're not like um just falling over to uh be non-consumer friendly it's like fall over to be stepped on yeah like oh god the, damn there's, it there's 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 still a like a tremendous number of people that feel like like at any given moment, the entire gaming industry is just going to disappear in a blink of an eye. And maybe it's that's like, because it's the only industry like that that, that that is famously crashed. It's true, but we're a lot. I mean, we're in a lot different place than we were in the '80s. Oh, absolutely. Because everybody um, thought it was new, and everybody thought it was just a fad, and it was gone. Well, I just, it, can you, can you was, imagine? Can you imagine how embarrassing it would be if, like? the CEO of Chase Bank came out and was like, if you were a real fan of Chase Bank, <laughs> you would take our savings account at zero interest. Like, it's, it's so funny because it reminds me a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you saw this, but like a bunch of Sony fanboys were out there tweeting, don't, don't subscribe to Game Pass because it's going to destroy the industry. <laughs> It's like, Jesus, guys. Like, I, like, I have some self-respect. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know. This industry it, it, has none. The, well, the, there's so much of that, like, trying to guilt people in this industry. Like, so much money is made on guilt in this industry. Um, it's your it's fault. Just, that it's frustrating. It's your fault that these games aren't getting made, these sequels aren't getting made. You have to spend full price on it because they don't make enough money otherwise. Well, so, certainly. There's, there's a bit yeah. of me that goes, yeah, like, I understand the point you're making, and I definitely agree with it. There is part of me where, like, we make fun of John for it. He's like, I'll wait for it to go free. <laughs> and you go, alright, well, 
if you end up liking it and then nothing else ever comes of it because the studio had to close down because it didn't make any money it's your fault uh, i'm not kidding well no but my, my, it's not your fault. It's just like, well, this is everybody else felt that same way. And then I make don't... a game that is sufficiently compelling for people to pay for full sure. price for it. For That's sure. your responsibility. For sure. Oh, I, I'm just. Oh, it's not my responsibility to prop your studio up for a <laughs> subpar mediocre but, game. But, but my, don't, my... don't make a game that um, don't make a game that breaks your bank. That too. Yeah. Um, well, no, I'm uh, I'm using it more as the attack on the the. I can't believe some this company won't make a sequel to this. It's a bit of it, it's a bit more when you go like, well, Days Gone sold well, and then it's like, well, it didn't sell well enough, or it didn't do critically well enough. So fuck it, we're not doing it. If the game didn't sell, and people are like, it was really good though, and then you find out like everybody played it, you know played it when it went free to play or whatever it's like well that's why there's not going to be another one i'm not saying because it's it, your fault because it I'm wasn't saying... sufficiently compelling to make anybody want to pay full price for it also look at that, look at ghost of tsushima ghost of tsushima came out and some that i believe uh were misguided uh <laughs> reviewers gave it scores in like the 70s and 80s but guess what it still sold at full price, it still sold a lot early, not just like in tail. And I guarantee you, if Sucker Punch wanted to make a sequel to Ghost of Tsushima tomorrow, they would get greenlit for it. Hmm. So it's it, I I don't know. I just it I I don't want to see any studio fail, and I don't want to see anybody spend a whole bunch of money to make a game and then have the game fail. But at the same time, nothing pisses me off worse in this industry than when somebody's shit fails and they blame the people who didn't buy it. I'm it's not like, doing that. It's like, give me a break, man. Like, th- this is the only industry where people go on and do interviews afterwards and bitch about the fact that, well, I mean, you know, if – um. If these people really cared about the future of video gaming, they would have spent $60 on my post-apocalyptic zombie game. Like, no, that's not the way it works. You are the one producing a product, and the product has to meet the market. And if the market doesn't give a shit about your product, that's not on the market. Like, it's not the market's job to just be like, you know what? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not really interested in this, but I should probably go ahead and buy it at full price. Like, that drives me crazy. Again, again, uh, we'll we'll bring another uh, industry to this. Imagine if Hoover vacuum cleaners came out tomorrow and was like, you know, if you really care about the future of Hoover vacuum cleaners. <laughs> You'd pay full price for one of our vacuums and not buy a shark on sale. I'm just saying. Like the reason our vacuum cleaner sales are down is because people don't care enough about uh, the people who make these vacuum cleaners and buying them at full price so that those people can continue to be supported. <laughs> I love that we we made it here, I, but but like I just it drives me crazy. This is the only industry where this happens. It's it's. I think I'm thinking of stuff like Titanfall two, where it's like, I, I I don't get me wrong. I blame EA for a lot of the failure of that game, 
um, to reach a market before, uh, you know, and went to a massive discount. Um, but a lot of people were like, I, why are they not making another one? Uh, because it didn't make money. Like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just like, well, you bought it for $5. So you can't be like three years after the fact that the game came out, be surprised that the team that did this is now doing other things that are more successful, like the Star yeah. Wars game. That's I'm like, not, so Anthony, I'm not blaming, I, but I'm not, I see on, where I'm you're not, coming from. I'm not blaming the person, but like, if you're late to the party, don't be surprised. You waited. I'm not saying you needed to be there day one. I'm not blaming you for the, the failure of the game. Again, I understand that, but at the same time, look into it don't be surprised if things that don't do well don't get sequels and then be surprised when things that don't do well get sequels like deadly premonition 2 and then they're shit but but anthony what what you're saying is the equivalent of if somebody was like well i mean they're just not going to make camrys anymore because everybody buys camrys used because they know they drop in value so fast if you buy them new like it's it, what you are describing is a function of the industry, not the people who buy the games. The industry sets the price. The industry puts the games on sale immediately, three months later. I mean, look at Ubisoft. That's the running joke about Ubisoft is you should never buy one of their games at launch because they drop the price two months later. Like, that's a publisher function. That And so if the market says... I'm going to wait two months because I know every single game that comes out gets dropped 20 bucks off the top after the first two months it comes out. That's the publisher's fault. That's not the industry or the, uh, the gaming public's fault. I'm not blaming. I'm not function of the the industry. I feel like, I feel like you're taking this as a, I am saying don't, there's a, there's a level between, uh, blaming people for not, um, uh, like there's a fine line between blaming people not buying our game at full price, and that's the reason why we're not getting to make a sequel. That's incorrect. You're you're right. I agree with you. Make your game more interesting. The cover of Days Gone is boring. Like look at that game on any sort of face level. All their trailers made it look like another um, Last of Us. D- d- very poorly done to kind of show what that game was going to be. But then I look at something like, and this is an older series. But I love the Chibi Robo games, love them. But Nintendo, it, it, they saw no sales in the grand scheme of things over that series, and they tried and tried and tried. And I don't expect it to come back. People didn't weren't interested, and I don't hold Nintendo like there's a level of like holding these companies accountable for the failure of games, and then not also using some logic to be like, well, that's the reason why I won't see another one. And like, there's a fine line. And I feel like people live on two, like either side of it and don't look at the center where it's like, yeah, th- logically, like they should make games more appealing. But that's not where most people are. Like, look at go look at like people that are complaining about Sega not using some of their IPs, and then look at some of the IPs they name that they didn't sell well. Like, of course, on a, on a scrap of paper or scrap of paper, they're not going to look and be like, oh yeah, that's the game we're going to do next. Like there's no the, the the audience wasn't there at the time. Nights into Dreams being an example. I know both two of you at least think that game is very bad. Got a sequel. The sequel didn't sell. That's it. The, the series is done. 
I don't go and look at, but I don't look at the audience. You didn't show up to some extent. You say you like this game. Well, then there's not enough of us either. Like maybe this game isn't appealing for enough people. Again, company's fault, but I also don't hold the company accountable <coughs> going, well, you know what? I can't believe they wouldn't try again. That's my problem. Like some of this stuff is like, of course they're not going to spend the money. You know, like it failed and that might be their fault. That might not be, but it's sometimes like, it depends on the game. It doesn't mean though, like you should buy a game full price. If your game does not look like $60, that's your own fault. I agree with that statement, but I think people do take that to the ultimate extreme, blame the company for everything too. And that's not right either. All right. And I'm not trying to boot like either. Like I fuck, fuck anybody. Their, their companies, but it's just like, that's the reason why you sometimes don't see beloved franchises return. There isn't enough interest. Next sentence? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, by the way, all of that conversation had nothing to do with this question. That's cool. Well, what was the question again? I don't even remember. The Game Pass will be on PS5 by the end of the oh, year. Oh, yeah, because you, you took it well, off you, the you went into, Yeah, you went into the Days Gone thing. Don't blame it on me. It is your fault. No. I'm a corporation. Buy Hoover vacuums. Um, I watched this year's <laughs> WrestleMania. It was actually really good. The rain delay was funny, though. I was very surprised that WWE 2K22 was announced. I was sure they were done with it. I really hope the game has been redone from scratch. Ryan, what do you think? What are your expectations? Um, My expectations are higher than they were for the last one because um, they're ha- they have two years to work on it rather than just one year. Um, You know, We'll see. Um, we'll see. So I don't want to burst your bubble, but I follow somebody on Twitter who's big into wrestling, like you are, and yep. he put up a like one of the. There's a YouTube guy that did a comparison video of the um, 2K22, like the really short part of it, with yep. 2K20, and it's literally the same animation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the so anyone who expects the animations to be different. Um, that they, they won't be, they won't be like th- these games. Um, they're not going to try to motion cap stuff over and over and over again. Like the, the, the animations almost always end up staying the same unless they're adding new moves. Um, so your, your only hope is that it's better in terms of not glitching out all the time. Um, and not, you know, doing, having the ropes do goofy shit and the ladders do goofy shit. and characters arms twist in unnatural directions yep here's to hoping new like modes and stuff all right last uh he says anyhow that's it uh i think that's it i think guys this pandemic has really changed the way i view and live my life time is short enjoy the time you have on earth enjoy your own time enjoy your family time make every moment count make every day count love you guys thanks all right that's lovely. Thank you for that gif. Uh, Egg. This comes from Antonio. Egg4G says, I started AC Valhalla and I'm enjoying it despite a couple grievances. I don't know if it's a glitch or what, but the game gives you no quest directions when you run into the NPC quests. You have to be paying attention when they talk, and that annoys me. I'm actually not even done with Odyssey as I'm still progressing through the DLC. I'm around 140 hours deep in Odyssey. Uh, I played the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, the the um, the side quests um, 
don't give you mission markers. You're right. You do have to listen to what the person says and find it from there. But they also, generally speaking, the side quest, you don't have to go too far to find what you need to do. Uh, he says, I played RE Village Demo, and I can already tell that I'm going to beat it in a week's time, unlike other countless games where I randomly stopped playing halfway through for no real reason. All right, boys, what's one food you absolute, you find absolutely irresistible? For me, it's egg rolls. I love them so much, it's ridiculous. And I do love egg rolls, but... <sighs> uh, what's a food that I find uh, irresistible? I like grapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like grapes. I, like I was grapes. not expecting grapes to be the answer. That was... That was... That was so good. I like grapes. I do like. I mean, I don't know, man. That's tough. I got it. I got mine. Um, there's only one place that has these, but I would literally go to this place just to eat these. And these are, if you go to O Charlie's, the Pepper Jack Cheese Wedges. Yeah, man. I don't go to O Charlie's anymore because. I mean, most of their food I... is bad. Yeah, it's just bad. But just real bad. But those, you're right, the pepper jack cheese, those are good. I could like I could eat just two orders of those as a meal. I'd be sick as shit, I, but I'm gonna give it to you. It, the answer is for me is bumbleberry pie or bumbleberry cobbler. Either is fine. Bumbleberry? What the hell is a bumbleberry? It's basically where you take um the well, so if you were at an actual bake shop, it would be you take leftovers from other pies and put them into one. So like raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, apple, rhubarb, all in one pie. What about wow. shepherd's pie? Um, but if you're making it, you would just make it with like mixed berries and apples and rhubarb if you like rhubarb. Uh, with vanilla ice cream, oh my gosh. I'm hungry now. Any kind of pie, really, honestly. Any kind of fruit pie with ice cream is like absolutely like, in yeah, my wheelhouse. Pie, yeah. Apple crumbles amazing. You don't like grape pie? I don't think they make <laughs> grape pie. It, you can make anything if you put your imagination to it. I'm going to make you shut up. <laughs> oh, snap. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure people. I'm sure people have been imagining me shutting up for years now, and that hasn't worked so far. So <laughs> don't hold your hopes. They just blame me because I keep bringing you back on. Mm, well, as long as I don't have to read it, I'm fine. That's <laughs> They can yell at me all they want. I don't care. Yell at me. This is somebody sent me an Xbox Live message about somebody on the show once. I was like. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> Not just you, somebody else too. And I was like, oh, oh well, you definitely, you definitely got one about me like, early on. <laughs> why are you messaging me, man? Why are you messaging me? Get, man? I believe they, I believe your, the message was get at Anthony off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I got right on that, as you can see. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, some tweets. Mookie says he saw the Mortal Kombat movie last weekend, and I'd say it's better than um, the new King Kong versus Godzilla movie. How did he see that? I don't know. It makes me mad because it was supposed to be out on Friday. I'm supposed to have seen it by now, John. Yeah, yeah I, I tried know. to watch it. Next Friday, Friday now. 
it wasn't uh, available, so yeah, I was disappointed. I'll be a couple watching. reviews I've seen have been relatively mixed, but I don't really trust reviews on a movie like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. What what, yeah. what what lore did they go in expecting to get out of a game where two people rip the heads off of each other? You know? Or movie been off of a game where two people... Anyways. I don't give a fuck. It's gonna be good. I wanna see fighting. Throw out the plot. I don't give a shit at that point. Oh, I care about the plot. More Kombat got a good plot. I, I it does have a good Kombat, plot. The games have a good plot. They're not gonna be able to get that plot out in you know, a four-hour plot in 90 minutes of movie. Oh, I'm Just looking forward to it. Show me the effects. You know. Fatality! I just want to see good fight scenes. That's, that's all yep. I care about. Uh, what a somewhat you? coherent story. That would be nice. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Peter tweets at us and says, Is it time to stop talking about Halo? God of War, Uncharted as pillars for the... Sorry. Is it time to stop who's, talking who's, about... Who's talking about Halo? He says, okay, he says, is it time to stop talking about Halo, God of War, Uncharted as pillars for the big game, big game companies and start talking about upcoming new pillars like the Ascent for Xbox and others? I'm going to play Halo, but Halo Gears are just meh games and not worth being excited for a known middle-of-road quality. Well, huh. I under I understand I understand the point. Um, however, if you look at what sells systems, it is those pillars, and uh, you you might feel like, well, you know, these are kind of old games at this point, or or you know, kind of worn out. But like, you don't get a um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn all the time, right? Uh, so it's hard to make a new pillar. Like, you can't just be like, this is going to be the next big thing. Because it not always is, even even if you try really hard. So, um, you know, that's the reason why Nintendo's, Nintendo recently said that they were going to come up with new IPs. And it's like, well, that's great. But, like, it, are they going to take off? Because not everything's like Splatoon. Splatoon did very well. But, you know, is it going to maintain that? Um, so they go back to Zelda and Mario, and that's because they work really, really well. Um, so, yeah, I can understand the Halo one, but God of War recently, you know, got revamped into something new. But by the end of the PS3 lifecycle, that game was kind of, that series was kind of dead in the water. Um, and Uncharted, uh, Uncharted I never understood, so I can't, <laughs> I can't speak to that. But, uh, you know, Gears of War also just got a new Breath of Life 5 and it being different from the other games enough where it feels like a new thing. But no, because, again, you can't naturally make new pillars. You know, Ascent may be good. It might not be. And if it's not, then it won't be the pillar that you are saying it should be. I mean, you never know what's going to hit and what's going to miss. Like, Yakuza. Like <laughs> Yakuza Yaku- took uh, what fifteen years to hit. <laughs> hit like yeah, yeah. that game. They didn't even bring. They didn't were like we're not printing a disc for the PlayStation Three version of Five. It's just going to be digital only, and it didn't make waves. And then all of a sudden, Zero comes out, and it's this big franchise that Sega does really well with. And so I understand that's not a first party 
game that props up a system, but at the time it was something that was only on PlayStation. So it, it, you just you can never tell what's going to be the next big thing. So you can't really throw out Halo until you know something can take its place. And right now Microsoft doesn't have that. Uh, you know yeah. they bought a bunch of studios. Maybe we'll see something. Uh, you know Fallout. If it goes to be, if it ends up being Xbox exclusive, like they say it's or suggest it's going to be, that'll be one of its new pillars. Yeah, but, the uh, this I've I've said before, and I my my position has not changed. This this is Halo's last shot um, to be thought of in that um in that same category. Um, I think I I don't think they'll get if this game is not good. I don't think they'll have another opportunity to be a system selling game. And do you think three four? Because we've talked about this before. But do you think three three gets disbanded, or do they end up being team? Uh, I, I think I don't know. I think they'll they'll probably I don't know. I think they might get reassigned to something smaller um, with yeah. different studio heads. Because um, I mean that that's a big part of the the issue too that I know we've both talked about on the show where it's like three four three since they've taken over has not produced anything that they have not great. So. No, well, and I, I mean to be, to be fair, they were taking over. They they were not they were not in a um, easy position in that they were taking over one of the largest franchises in the world from one of the best first person shooter developers in the world. Um, and they just have not been up to the task yet. But the problem, the problem to me was never that they didn't make a good shooter. They didn't make a fun story to go through and sort of missed what made that series different. Yeah, it's, it's all, it's, I guess it's all interconnected. It's it's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part of it. I mean, Bungie was good at both. So yeah that's true Bungie made people care about uh uh protagonists whose face you never see and whose voice you rarely ever hear so yeah um it's all part of it yeah i guess we'll find out i mean Bungie also made you care about a robot that floats around your head um yeah and they didn't and they changed the voice of it. <laughs> and they didn't make yeah. it uh, like sexually uncomfortable between a, a robot AI and <laughs> not not in the fan fictions I've written. Well, that's <laughs> that's your fan fiction, not Bungie's. Um, you know, I'm looking at kind of my wall of games and like Killzone. Boy, Killzone just you know, Resistance is gone. Like those are all play those were all PlayStation pillars at one point. All the, well, the PlayStation PlayStation's been funny like that because if you remember, original PlayStation was Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon. Uh, they never, yep. they never actually owned those series. But though. that was still what you thought of when you thought You're of PlayStation. Tell, medieval, medieval was a PlayStation mascot for a while. Yep. Yeah, and then you know uh, when you go to PlayStation Two, it becomes different. It becomes the GTA guy and Kingdom Hearts and Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Then you go to PlayStation Three, and it's Cole from Infamous and Nathan Drake. Like it seems like almost every generation they have new pillars. True, but it's just like you know if we're talking about ones that did make it into last generation, even though let's be honest, you still can't buy a PS Five. Um, you know, Killzone, Killzone died last generation. That team went on to better things, in my opinion. Infamous um, died last generation. Infamous died last generation. I argue they went on to different things. Uh, I think both of those series are great in their own right, so it's not gonna, I'm not going to say better. Um, 
you know, and it's just like Uncharted still exists. Uh, Last of Us still exists. But like, you know, things came to take their place from those same studios. Ratchet and Clank still exists. But um, what was the other? What else did Insomniac do last? What am I missing? What am I forgetting? Sunset Overdrive, but that Sunset wasn't PlayStation. Overdrive. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuse. Fuse. Which... No, no, no. What was... God damn it. No, they're a game that they've made for PS4 and PS5 recently. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Spider-Man, thank you. Like, <laughs> How'd you, know, you forget Spider-Man? <laughs> man, it's, we, do, we do a lot of talking and a lot of things go through my head, so <laughs> fucking it's easy to forget. Um, mm-hmm. it, but it's like, you know, Spider-Man's now a pillar. So... Yeah, you need those replacements. It just unfortunately, Xbox doesn't have them, so they went back to Crackdown, and people, I think, forgot that they liked Crackdown mainly because they bought it for a demo. Because um, it was Crackdown still. Um, so you know, that's the reason I mean, why. To be fair, Xbox has only ever had Halo as a pillar. Gears came later, and now we got Forza. Yeah. That's like the that's like the yeah, that's fucking trifecta of Xbox shit. And then, honestly, I'm I'm with everybody else. I'm fucking tired of Halo, Gears, and Forza. Well, and so the difference too is that, and the 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 reason the the first party stuff has felt lackluster is, um, in the uh, in the 360 generation, the 360 sold like crazy, predominantly because everything ran better on the every third party game ran better on the 360 um and then you pick up a lot of sales in the xbox one generation because game pass is such a freaking ridiculous value so the i don't know the value proposition is a little bit different now um than it used to be yeah i I think it's I I i don't know i don't know anybody and maybe it's just narrow minded of me but I don't know anybody that bought a 360 specifically because of Halo. Like the people I know that bought a 360 bought one because either A, they were Xbox players from the generation before, or B, they bought it because they, um, uh, after it became clear that everything was going to run well on it. Plus, it was the first next gen console and, at that time. So that was. And the, the, online was, the online was so much better. Yeah. And I think Dead Rising sold more to consoles. Dead Rising and Oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the those were the games. And then Capcom started making more games that were only on Xbox. Like Lost Planet came out. And just like everything hit yeah. the Xbox. Uh, especially because it had a year head start. It was huge. Yep. And then Sony Yeah, that year it. head start made a huge difference. Yeah, and then Sony killed it last gen with the hundred dollar less price and the whole narrative that, you know, you can't play used games on which some people still believe. You know. And then this generation it just feels like you're you're picking one or the other. You're either doing big ten pole exclusives or you're doing fucking Netflix of gaming. That's what you're doing. And both of them are good in their own way, they're just different. They're just yeah, different. There's room for yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. And Nintendo's off doing their awesome shit. And it's like, it makes you want all three without ever having to give up one of the other two. Like, you don't have to go, well, I only need this or I only need that. And you don't necessarily need an Xbox because Game Pass is on PC, but the Game Pass on console is so much better than it is on PC right now. Yeah, for sure. So, 
I don't know. I hope Microsoft gets big tentpole titles, but even if they don't, Game Pass is enough to, I think, carry that system through this generation. If they keep if they keep doing stuff like they're doing with Outriders and MLB The Show uh, and the rumored Battlefield 6 coming straight into Game Pass, hell yeah. That's a rumor? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just knowing knowing that you can buy that system and get most of the third-party stuff you care about for the price of your subscription that you're going to pay for anyway, that's the selling point. Like, they don't need Halo to be great to sell that system. No. Um, it's going to sell. You they know, just I, need people to be able to get the system to sell that system. Yep. I look mm. at my wall, and I see Fable, and I go, there's another one that Well, it's coming back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure it is. It's coming back, but whether or not it becomes, you know, where it was at one point is to be seen. I mean, it's possible, and it's, I mean. Yeah, but again, that's, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know a whole lot of people that are like, Fable's oh my god, still. I can't wait for Fable to come back. Like, so many games have done what Fable did better at this point that I just don't know if there's a whole big clamoring for that game to come back. Oh. It's just funny to see my wall filled with like, oh yeah, that's a series that's gone. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dead yeah. series. Yeah, just ones from first parties more than anything is what I'm... I'm first party at. dead series. The only company that doesn't really have a lot of dead first party series is Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they have they have some, but it's not in the abundance of a PlayStation or an Xbox. Well, you're, I guess so. Yeah, they've had less, I guess, failures where you have like one game and then it's like, okay, we have another game and that one just bombs completely in the and, let, and let's be fair some of their dead series were not failures f-zero metroid yeah do you see that note this week i can't remember who it was that said it somebody at nintendo said that they're they um they haven't brought f-zero back because they haven't had a great idea for it yet i mean i prefer it's that like, don't don't force it back well but what kind of great idea do you need for f-zero it's a racing game i don't yeah. know I mean, the last one was on the GameCube. Yep. Right. God damn, that, that actually, just depressed me. One, no, I think, I think actually, a, technically the last one might be a Game Boy Advance. You're make right. a cool, fast-paced hover racer again. Like, it's it doesn't... Like, what kind of great idea do you need? I don't know, because everybody's been trying to copy Wipeout and F-Zero, and ain't nobody doing it. Yeah, I mean, I just wrote my pace for... No, you're right. So it's um, like maybe they're maybe they're onto something there that like I I get that you're like hey it's just make an easy you know hover racer but people have been trying to do that for years. I'll give it back to the guy who does Yakuza, as he was the director on the GameCube game, and he says he's down for it again. I mean, so, if you put an F Zero out on the Switch, I fucking buy it. I don't care. And it's it like you know that 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 excuse specifically with Nintendo only goes so far when you realize, and I'm not hating on the series, but like how many Kirby games are there? Can you really tell me the difference, the grand differences between most of them? Not that really. Kirby golf game is the fucking goat. Don't even go there. Yeah, that was during the time where they used Kirby and a lot of stuff to be experimental, and now it's kind of like here's a Kirby game because it's an easy thing to do. Kirby's Epic Yarn is an awesome game. Again, for every I wish Kirby they would game, make a sequel to that. Well, they put it on the 3DS. That's the best you got. I think the Switch. Yeah. We're not getting any more yarn games. I don't know about you, but I ain't feeling well, no more yarn. They used. They, they used. Um, 
they used Epic Yarn to to sort of be their base for Yoshi's Woolly World, and then use that to be their base for Yoshi's Crafted World. Both of which were excellent, by the way. Yeah, they're good games. Nintendo usually don't make bad games. But you know, Kirby Air Ride, Man, good fuck game. That game. But it's it's you know, how many of those do you get between just the standard Kirby platformer? whatever the Switch one is, that looks kind of like the one on the Wii, which looks like the ones on the 3DS. Which There's you know, a free-to-play Kirby game on the Switch as well. The Battlers, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. The Kirby game that's on the Switch is actually really good. And I'm not saying they're bad games, but it's just like, you know, their response of saying, well, we need a good idea for F-Zero, or, yeah. which implies, like, they need a different idea for F-Zero. I disagree with if you can put out a Kirby game and be like, it be Kirby, you know. Maybe you can just do that with F Zero. It's like I don't expect you to reinvent the wheel with every Metroid or every Mario. You know, sometimes it's just okay to have another Mario. They worked off the same formula for Zelda for years. <laughs> you know, and there were slight changes, I guess, a gimmick, but like for the most part, they played basically the same. So I don't need you to reinvent the wheel to get a new F Zero game. I just want a new wheel, motherfucker. I assume you guys have seen the viral post that says what you think Zelda looked like 20 years ago, and it shows a picture of Link to the Past, and then it says what Zelda actually looked like 20 years ago, and it shows a picture of Wind Waker. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, it'll be a picture of Ocarina of Time. No. <laughs> Jesus. That hurt me. That yeah. aged me by a well, couple of tell you what made me feel old. I found out this week. That William Shatner is ninety years old. Oh my god! Also, I just went, also just went into the WWE Hall of Fame. I fucking yeah, you did. Who you just William what? Shatner? Shatter, yes, Shatter William Shatner was... just went into the WWE Hall of Fame to join Trump. Wow. Um, the uh, William Shatner also like if he wasn't didn't have the rugs attached to his head, he would look probably closer to his age. I, I just, felt I, I, it just makes me feel super old. So. I felt old when they said Resident Evil was twenty five years old. I was like, I motherfucker, I was in high school when Resident Evil came out. I was four. Fuck fucking off. children. <laughs> <laughs> fucking high school when Resident Evil came out, and they're like, it's twenty five years old now. I was like, I've been out of high school for twenty plus years. <sighs> well, that's alright. I had my oh my god, it's been a decade since I like left high school. Feeling. Oh, like, sad oh. you! Yeah. Well, it when that you, when it feels, sailed. When when it feels <laughs> like it's only like yeah, it was only like five years ago. No, it wasn't. Oh. Let me let me tell you something, Anthony. When you're when you're closer to retirement than you are high school graduation, come talk to me. <laughs> like you'll be dead by the time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's dark, but probably somewhat accurate. Yeah, All right, let's finish up. <laughs> let's finish out these tweets here. We got Mookie who talks. He says, "So I recently saw a documentary video about the remastered version of Shadow Man, and it looks good. Maybe I can finally finish the game this time." You uh, definitely should. The ending of that video game is fantastic. I saw a lot of people talking about this movie this weekend, and I kind of want to see it. Uh, this nobody movie is so good; it's like watching the first John uh, Wick for the first time. I'm watching that tonight. And it's, it with, looks um, super good. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I'm not paying twenty dollars to rent a movie. I just won't do it. Oh, I'm not either. 
You fucking, you fucking cheap ass. See, see, this is what I mean, Ryan. People like John is who I'm talking about. John will be like, I don't know why they aren't doing a sequel to this. Well, John. Because you didn't pay for it, you fucking pirate okay, motherfucker. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll level with you. I have no other way of seeing it. I understand in the UK it's a bit different. It happens in Canada too. But it's just like, that was my point. It was like, there's people, you know, who have easy access who choose to be like, no. Well, you know. If I had a legitimate way, I definitely would. And if it's a good film, I will buy it, I'm sure, when it comes to iTunes. I get to watch Mortal Kombat for free next Friday, but I promise you one thing. When it releases digitally, I will buy that shit. If I can watch it, I'll buy. I'll and li- I like it. I'll buy it on Blu-ray. If I don't like it, I won't. Um, but if I can't watch it any other way, I guess I'll be buying the Blu-ray to watch. It. Damn it! All right. Last Damn tweet it. comes from Anthony. Not that Anthony. A different Anthony. Anthony uh, all around. I didn't, yeah, I uh, weird. have been playing through Life is Strange too, and I'm loving it. I tend to enjoy myself more with slower pace and shorter games. The older I get, not to mention having kids obviously reduces gaming time. Shorter games or multiplayer loops are underappreciated, I feel. Well, shorter games, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I appreciate a game at this point in my life that has a good loop and a save anywhere checkpoint system. <laughs> and most importantly, the ability to pause during cutscenes. Uh, that's if my you... one issue I have with uh, Outriders at the moment. If I'm playing on my own, I still can't pause again when I'm in a mission. It's... I, d- I don't understand anybody in the year of our Lord 2021 that doesn't allow you to pause a cutscene. Your Lord, not mine. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I pray to a different god. <laughs> yeah, and and she's she's nine feet tall. Um, yeah. <laughs> just not, call me Alan. Not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I think I like shorter games because I kind of want you to wrap up the point. Not that I like angry with game. Like when I play an Assassin's Creed game, I kind of know what I'm getting. Into. Like games that I'm like not sure what to expect, and it just starts to drag. It's like okay, well, I didn't set myself up for this. <laughs> Days Gone. <clears throat> Days Gone is is the prime example, and like I loved that game, but boy, it was like okay, this is cool. I think we're hitting the end, and then it would extend a little bit further, and I went, oh god, this game won't end. <laughs> Maybe that's why it didn't get such a high Metacritic score. I don't no, know. I, I, I mean, well, that's the reason why I did dock at points because I huh, thought everything shocking. else was fine. Shocking! Shocking! I'm not saying. I'm just. I was surprised. Sure, don't get sequels. Listen, Mister. <laughs> I'll wait for it to fucking go on uh, PlayStation <laughs> Plus. You don't get a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> at least when Ryan criticizes me, I get it because like, but you, Mister <laughs> Cheap Ass, fuck you. <laughs> I picked Keep it up. up. How much, okay. was, it? How much was it, John? That's five dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that's I much? just literally paid almost full price <laughs> for Mass Effect. Mass Effect trilogy. I only got a discount because oh, it was hold Game on. Pass. Hold on. Almost full price for the trilogy of games. Yes, <laughs> they were at one point sixty dollars each. <laughs> See the point of that, John. <laughs> John's just waiting on uh, 
his retirement to go on Game Pass. <laughs> Please. <laughs> all right, that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet us at M4G Podcast, if you want to follow us on the Twitter, John to John WK, Ryan's at Wombat RP, I am at ZTGD. Follow the site at ZTGD content. And you can send us the emails to podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, Phoenix Down, going on Lost Odyssey. I don't know how many more they're doing. I don't know how long. It's a long game. That's a long last game, isn't it? Yeah. So I know they're still doing that. Uh, and I think that's that's all I got for the week. Nothing else? Fine, Pete Pedro. All righty. And it goes something like this.